All right, welcome back to the I'm There Podcast, guys. I'm your host, Freyway, and I'm here with my co-host, Kenny. And today we have a special guest with us. We have one of the earliest supporters of the I'm There Podcast, one of the earliest supporters on Patreon, Mitchell Naus, a.k.a. Hydropump uh, from Slash Gaming. Uh, what's the Slash Gaming <laughs> thing about, Mitch? Uh, so that was like my gaming tag, my uh, console slash PC gaming tag started. Slash like, you and two. Yeah, that was my gamer tag for Xbox and the seventh grade so <laughs> it just oh, kind of stuck around and yeah. uh it kind of got a little awkward when i started the discord stuff for Yu-Gi-Oh because i was slashed on discord and then it started merging and then i had two names all of a sudden so it was a little complicated because i also went by hydro pump for Yu-Gi-Oh, like on dueling book or dueling network back in the day mm-hmm. and duelist grounds so Gotcha. Yeah. So recently you actually got second place at RBET three for people who don't know that is really big Edison tournament. Uh, it's run by Keegan. He has E3 Yu-Gi-Oh, the YouTube channel. He does a lot of content on Edison. He's pretty much the main guy behind the Edison Yu-Gi-Oh scene. And recently there was a big tournament. I think it was like over 180 players. And the good thing about that is it was on a weekend of a YCS, like YCS Hartford was the same exact weekend. And there were still 180 something players. And it was a holiday. Yes. And it was Memorial Day weekend, right? Yeah. So there was a lot going on and it still was 180 players. It's an online tournament that he does every other month. And it's completely like, you know, grassroots. It's very small in terms of funding and stuff like that. But they still managed to get sponsorships from like Metafy for the second one. They give $1,000, I believe. And this one was completely funded by Keegan and like crowdfunding and stuff like that. So the community is still growing. As people know, I play Edison format as well. Kenny plays Edison format. Pretty much all my friends I've converted to play it if they didn't already. And uh, it's really, really fun. Old school Yu-Gi-Oh! The game's very slow. Except Hydro Pump here decided that he didn't want to play the slow Yu-Gi-Oh! And no. got second place with a fucking Dragon Turbo deck. Which is You've just... been working on this Dragon Turbo deck for a while. This has been your little project for... This isn't the first time you've played with it, is what I'm saying. Not no, I... Uh... There was a tournament last, I think it was April or March, and I brought the same deck. That was my first Edison tournament online uh, for retro format. And then, so I brought a deck very similar to this one. It's, I think it's about two or three cards off in the main deck. So pretty similar. Uh, yep. And I got third at that tournament. So that was, okay, I think that yeah. was like 120 players or so also. So I remember you saying around that time that uh, you made the deck, but you feel like there's still some more you could do to it. Like there's it, maybe it's not all the way there yet. And um, maybe those three cards is what, what it was. I mean, to be fair, third place was still really good too. I didn't realize you yeah. got third at that tournament. I thought it was lower. Nope. It was, uh, yeah, I got third and that was like my, I didn't really know how the deck was going to go because I was just doing a lot of uh, solitaire <laughs> for that up till that tournament. And the, honestly, I was testing, that is testing a great my way. friend. That's a great way to test this deck, though. That's how I actually tested it. Like, Dragon Turbo, Norlaris, uh, Lightsworn, certain decks, you don't really need an opponent. Like, you can just kind of simulate what is happening for the most part. Like, turn one, this is what's going to happen. They can't do shit. <laughs> then you can go from there. Yeah, pretty much. So, like, it gets, like, really in-depth with, like, I did, like, a lot of test hands. And you, sh- you should have seen, like, the first build of Dragon Turbo because it was, like, looked nothing like this. And... I kind of built it for like a month or so. And then I was testing with my friend at the time that we were like kind of testing buddies. And I was just playing with this deck for the, the lulls, uh, up to the, the testing of that tournament 
a, a year ago and it was kind of like he was like yo you're destroying me so yeah the interesting i decided to bring it, that the interesting thing about it to me is that when i first you know we started this podcast last year it's almost been a year now we started july 15th you were one of the earliest people to join the i'm their podcast discord the patreon everything and you had sent me the dragon turbo deck like the you dm'd it to me i think in january of this year when i got into edison format like when i was watching rbet1 because you posted a link in the discord you were like hey do you mind if i post a link to this tournament that's happening right now online it's an edison tournament or whatever and at the time i wasn't playing Yu-Gi-Oh at all i had been on a six-year five-year hiatus so i was like yeah sure go ahead post it like, i don't i don't care like i'm not one of those people's like don't post anything outside content in here like go ahead as long as people are not spamming it i don't care so i was like go ahead post it and i decided because i was in the house that day it was a saturday I was in the house. I decided to turn it on and stream it to my TV. And the next thing I knew, I was completely addicted to Yu-Gi-Oh! again in Edison format. And I saw how slow it was paced. And then I saw Dale Bolito playing on stream. But you had sent me the Dragon Turbo deck. And I was like, damn, this looks broken. And I did the same thing. Like I went on Dueling Book. I did solo mode. And I just started drawing hands with it and simulating like what it would be like turn one. And then I started playing my friends with it. And even when I, when I would win that early build when i would win with it it would feel like like it does overwhelm your opponent when it gets to play it's one of those decks that when it does do what it's designed to do it's very oppressive it's very hard to stop it it draws nearly all of its cards and then it heavy storms or giant trinades you and then swarms the field with dragons and attacks you for game there's not much you can do about it but then obviously because the deck can do that it also has the problem of bricking and it can be very inconsistent and like some games you literally don't get to play so that was my early experience with it. And then I started tweaking it. And that's how I ended up making the Machina Dragon deck that I was playing on stream like a while ago. And it was basically derived from your Dragon Turbo deck. So how did you even start the, I guess, the idea of building Dragon Turbo to begin with? Like what? I, I mean, it looks like you always liked the dragons, even as a kid, right? Um, It's kind of funny because like I used to hate like Dragon Ruler format. I'd be like, God, that, that format's like, all those decks like spell books and dragon rules are too broken and i don't feel like buying these i was also like a teenager at the time but yeah you had to be that's almost 10 years ago now yeah so it was it was a while ago and anyways i kind of like took like ban list cards and I just like looked down the list because all the decks i saw up to that point were like pretty fair what i've seen in tournaments and doing well recently uh so i just wanted to see like if there's any brokenness with like super rejuve and then I saw like all the discard cards, like trade in cards of constants, and then you have three to redragon the fuel, uh, the cards of constants as well. So it's kind of meshed into this like perfect storm where you have like all these discard dragons, and then you have rejuve at three. So I just kind of went from there, and then a magical it, stone, which is cracking this deck. Yeah, it's just like a free blue eyes level eight, and then you have like the three red red eyes metal dragon before you got errated so you can just like spam that a lot and i was like doing builds with red eyes and without it and believe it or not and i was about to say like, i don't I, know I was, how that works yeah <laughs> yeah it was a lot more turbo it was like almost exodia-esque but yeah aside like i'd rather go for like an otk with red eyes and that's kind of how it formed but yeah it started with super juve and then that's kind of just kind of so, branched off from there. So Super Juve was kind of the you're saying that was the foundation. That was the card that you really wanted to play. Yeah. You wanted to find a way to make Super Juve competitive. And so that was the the thesis for the whole deck is like, okay, I want to build around Super Juvenation, which makes sense because when you look at the deck, so 
For people who are viewing this on Patreon, the video version of the podcast, and also you can just go on NSNformat.com and look at the second place deck from RBT3. But we have the deck list up here, and there are a lot of discard cards. There's three cards of consonants, three trade-in, one lightning vortex, two magical stone excavation. Uh, and these are all cards that discard dragons. And there's also card destruction, which is just that card is so my favorite card. That card is nonsense. I actually have a thing in our little group, card destruction equals game. And our Ken, Kenny's uh cousin Stango, who's been on the podcast a couple times as well, he always repeats that phrase whenever he draws it. Card destruction equals game. Card destruction equals game. He just says it over and over. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so broken. The card is a fucked up card. I, I used to play Dark World back in the day, so that was it's like one of my favorite cards, card yeah. destruction. It's very overpowered. I, I tell people like Future Fusion is powerful and Card Destruction is also outrageously powerful. Those are they both do something ridiculous. Card Destruction a lot of times can be more more powerful in a weird way because you not only fill up your graveyard and whatever effects you get from that, whatever setup you get from that, but then you also just draw cards too, which Future Fusion does not do that. Like Future Fusion no. does not draw you cards. Now granted, with White Stone in your deck, Future Fusion can make your hand size really big and it could lead into trade-in combos and all that stuff, but um I always it's interesting the way this format has been for me. So I started playing January, February of 2022. And when we first did our podcast with Dale Bolito, I was saying that I think the best deck, I hated Diva Hero, right? I still don't really like that deck, but I was yeah. saying that I think the best deck has something to do with red eyes because, and like you can go back to the first Dale Bolito podcast and, and listen to it. But I was on red eyes, darkness metal from the onset because it's, it reminds me of exactly what's wrong with Yu-Gi-Oh! in general, where you have this monster that's humongous and easy to summon, and it generates constant card advantage. Like, if you don't deal with it immediately, you kind of just lose the game from Red Eyes being on the field. Like, it cannot live for one turn. It makes your opponent go out of their way to, like, get it off the field. They'll play all their cards. They'll do whatever they have to do to get it on off the field, and then that's not even all of your cards. It's just like, that's just my Red Eyes you dealt with. Yeah, no, Red Eyes is definitely a big problem. He just like spams the field, and that's kind of how the deck performs the OTK. Just overwhelms the opponent in one turn by drawing through your whole entire deck and getting like it's pretty. You're essentially gold sarking your whole hand, yeah, and then getting this perfect hand, and then you just win the next turn. What and did you? What did you play against in the RBET three? This is something I want to get into, like the nitty gritty of how your tournament yeah, yeah. as well. So, what were your? Give me your rounds. It was five rounds for you, or how many rounds for before top eight? So I had to go five and zero to get the top eight. Right, and it's, I have a kind of funny story for that, uh, real quick. But I went to my, like my parents' house. Um, I work from away from my parents' house, but I went there because my sister was in town, and I got there like Friday night after work, and then I was like, I had the tournament on Saturday, and my uh, mom was like, "Well, we're planning on going out at like six o'clock tomorrow to watch Top Gun, and then do whatever after that." Because uh, you know she's been hyping this movie for like three years, oh she's been waiting forever. Let me interrupt you real quick. Yeah. So I was working that weekend, right? I work at a bar, and I was getting so fucking annoyed because, like, yeah, I know the new Top Gun came out, whatever. Oh, there gosh. was this table of fucking white girls. Okay, <laughs> just this table of white girls. There was guys there too, whatever, but they weren't the problem. There was a table of white girls, and they every time they took a shot. Or like a drink or whatever, they would oh. do a toast and they would just go Top Gun, and they would oh. just like yell Top Gun over <laughs> and over. And I don't, I just didn't get it. I just, I was so annoyed because every twenty minutes, I would just hear this table of white girls go, "Woo, Top Gun!" This sounds oh cringe was, as fuck. And I was just like, "What are they doing? Like, why the fuck do they keep screaming Top Gun? Like, I don't get it." It was so 
fucking annoying. Were they middle aged white women or were they just like random? No, nah, they were. They were. Yeah, they were like middle aged. They were between thirty and fifty. Okay, yeah. because the top, the first Top Gun movie came out before we were born, I think. Or like, yeah, yeah. It was like I like Top Gun. The, I, I didn't see the new one. I saw the original Top. I've Gun. never seen the original, but I have no. So my friend, I like me movie, to see it, but like, what the fuck? I, yeah, I just, yeah. I don't get it. Not a fan of Top Gun either. I, well, I just don't get why they kept toasting the Top Gun every twenty minutes. Like I, I just, I didn't understand it, and I was, I was just like these weird ass experiences. I just, just, I was so confused. First thing that comes to mind, dude. I'm carrying like kegs and shit, and as I'm carrying kegs, I'm looking at all these white girls go, "Woo, Top Gun!" And I'm like, "Why? What? what what's the point?" That is a rant. Anyway, Hydro, so your your family's like, we're going yeah, to go yeah. fucking see Top Gun. So they're like, woo, Top right. Gun. Yeah, <laughs> woo. So I was like, oh, man. And it was like my my family, my sister's in town, and we have family friends visiting. Or we have, uh, we're going with friends as well of the family. So a whole group of people. And I was like, oh, man. Uh, I just kind of brought the, together this plan. I was like, all right, if I can go 5-0 and o tomorrow, then get done around like, five like right before yeah i should be able to go because we do the top eight on sunday um and sure enough i went five and no so So you needed to go five and no in order to participate with your family and had you lost let's say like round one or something you basically would not have been able to play out to get the top eight well uh i have a a teammate um pro storm uh, you guys, uh, I think you guys are familiar with Pro Storm, yeah. but yeah, yeah, he played. I think in, he, he did really well in the last tournament. He yeah. might have did well this tournament too. I'm not familiar yeah. with this. Well, he also we played the same deck, and he also made top eight. So, oh, cool, there same exact know. build. But um, he lost the round. He, I think he lost like round four, and wait, no, yeah, he had to wait like three hours to play his Jesus. next match or something. So I would have been waiting. The whole night if i lost at all well theoretically <laughs> you don't know this obviously but theoretically you could have gone to see top gun in that time <laughs> yeah yeah and got back in your match was still not have been ready yet because three yeah. hours i don't think that movie's three hours long but yeah that would have sucked losing would have sucked but you went 5-0 so what did you play against this is my original question. Yeah, yeah, yeah so round one i played against a dark plant toolbox deck a little bit of everything and i did too randomly yeah, Gigavice and uh, Gigaplant, the Mystic Tomato, all that stuff. That's what I played Mark of the Rose. Yep. It had I, Junk Synchron. Yep. I played against that deck round one. Uh, I actually went to game three because, uh, oddly enough, um, I lost because I didn't have a second five-headed dragon in my extra deck. That's Never wild. came up before. Yeah, it is wild. Why uh, did you need a second one? So I I had future fusioned and then I got to the point where I was like I need a pi avarice the stuff I future fusioned sent to the grave back to the deck and then I drew red eyes because I just didn't have anything and then the next turn five headed was dropping so five headed came out uh, but I had no dragons to summon to get red mid out so if I had a second five headed dragon I could have uh banished five headed the sun red eyes and then giant trunate future fusion back and future fusion uh, again because you probably everything back okay that's broken but that does not come up very often if someone no, also so, plays the dragon deck from time to time that has never come up for me not a single time yeah so that was a bit wild that that's yeah. i actually lost because of that though yes i lost so, so. My, i'll give my quick story about how i lost a game to that deck round one uh game two my opponent, I wing blast his gores. No, I wing blast his giga plant to the top of his deck, right? 
And he has only one card in hand, which is the Giga Plant that I knew he drew from Wing Blast. So I attacked him with Android and Colossal Fighter, and I passed. So I have Android Colossal Fighter. I'm pretty much guaranteed this is game. I already won game one. This is game two. I feel like I just won the match, right? Like he got Wing Blast for Giga Plant. What can go Easy wrong? Easy clap. Easy yeah. clap. Like he's drawing Giga Plant. And so I attack him, and he goes with his only card in hand, which I, I, I have him on. It's Giga Plant because he used every other card, and I Wing Blast, so I know what it is. It's not as great ready. So I attack him. He drops scores. And so I, he gets a token. I look at the log and I say, wait a second. So I type in the chat, like, yo, wait, wait a second. Where's, where's Giga Plant? I was like, how did you end up with Gores? And he says, I always had Gores. So I was like, no, 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 no. Yeah. You didn't always have Gores. Like, you I always have, had Gores. I said, where did Giga Plant go? Because it's not in the graveyard. And it should have been the last card in your hand. That's the reason why I was so. I hastily Android Colossal Fighter attack attack. Like it was hasty. Yeah. And so I'm thinking to myself, there's no fucking way I missed this. So I look at the log and it's like, oh, he returned Giga Plant to the top of his deck and then shuffled deck. So we call oh. a judge. The judge comes. They're like, hey, uh. what happened? I say, well, literally last turn I wing blasted his Giga Plant to the top of his deck. He drew it. He passed. I attacked him and it was, he fucking dropped Gores on me. And the judge is like, Plant turned the Gores. <laughs> I said, yo, unless there's something about the only book I don't know. That was what so I tell the judge what happened. The judge is like, okay, we can fix this. So they make him go in his deck, grab the uh grab the Giga Plant, and then I attack him directly with Giga Plant in his hand. Then he here's the crazy part though. So I lose this game. I have Colossal Fighter, Android, and like two cards in hand. I pass to him. He has a Giga Plant, whatever. He goes draw for turn. And he goes, draw brain control colossal fighter, attack Android, tribute for Giga Plant, pass, and I have nothing. And then on the next turn, he just gave a plan to bring back a guy killed me. I could not fuck. Mind you, we waited like 20 minutes. We waited 20 minutes to resolve our entire, because at first he obviously tried to say that he naturally had Gores, which just wasn't true. I was, yeah. was going to say, where where do people draw the line in like game law? Like, in my opinion, he blatantly tried to cheat. It wasn't like, it yes, wasn't like. That's how I felt as well. I felt like he like was he trying to just me. got a game loss. Like, it's not like. A mistake where you go, okay, I'll fix the game state. Like he tried. No, I always had gores. Like no, you didn't. You didn't always have gores. We actually had a lot of problems during our match. That was the, that was the culmination of all of it. That was the biggest one. But as I was playing, the entire match was frustrating. And I remember at one point he said in the chat, "I prefer paper." And at first I didn't know what the fuck he was talking about. But he was talking about like I prefer playing cards physically, like physical Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Yeah. But he said I prefer paper, bro. And I was like, um. Rock, okay, paper, like, scissors. I think I said, like, I do too, but still, because he was, like, misclicking a bunch of stuff. He was doing a lot of shady shit, and I've never, I've never experienced someone trying to, per se, cheat, cheat on, on Dueling Book. book. Yeah, I, I just never experienced that before. And I was like, well, you found a way to enter this tournament, which means you know about Dueling Book, you know about Format Library, you know about Discord. Like, you're pretty good with technology. and I feel like everyone who plays in a tournament is pretty decent at using a computer, using technology. So a lot of the issues that he was having, and when he said I already had Gores, I'm like, that just can't be true. And I was going to watch the replay after we were done and just make sure I wasn't crazy, but I knew I wasn't crazy because the log told me I wasn't crazy. Yeah, I, I just feel like it's one of those situations where I would, like, you're trying to cheat. Like, yes. that's a game loss. Like, that's... Ah. Yeah. All right, well, Hydro, so you end up winning game three, I assume. You probably just destroyed them, because I destroyed them game three as well. Like, turn two, I think I won the game. Yeah. Like I set Goblin Zombie. My Goblin Zombie didn't die. I think he set Ryko, passed, and I went draw, flip, summon Diva, do the whole thing. You know how it goes. Oh, and like I was taking a while to like side deck or something because it was just like a weird deck. 
he had like one of he had like thirty one ofs in his deck at least. Or I felt the same like way that. about the guy I play. A lot of things. He had that... like DDR Mark of the Rose. I was just like, what? What are I even side against? Yeah. This? But anyways, uh, he was like, and I beat him game one, and in game two, he's like, you're not gonna win, bro. I was like, <laughs> okay. Well, I, I guess he was right because I didn't win the next game. But yeah. <laughs> anyways, so but yeah, I just I just beat that guy, and then like the second round, I played against a like diva zombie hero guy kind of like uh, what silchus played right uh he got third place but so i popped off i went first and i popped off and i did like the whole draw your entire deck thing and i didn't know he was playing because i just made a ginormous board turn one and went through my entire deck and he was like set two back row set a monster pass <laughs> so and you uh, and I, yeah and then Game two, he left a Spirit Reaper in attack and poked. He had like Colossus Fire, Spirit Reaper. Oh, God. And I dropped Gores, and then I made a giant field and just like crashed into a Spirit Reaper a bunch of times for game. Uh, so that's how I won that game. So, wait, that was game two, right? So he already yeah. saw what your deck did, does yep. and then left a Spirit Reaper in attack mode. Like, well, he was trying to, like, I guess he didn't think he was going to die that next turn because. Ah. <laughs> I mean, I was going to, I was going to clear the colossal fire, anyways. But yeah, I was like, was oh, risky, I was good. He did yeah. that risky because he wanted that plus one from discarding a card with Spirit Reaper, which I understand. I, I get the whole wanting to get that plus one, but if you're playing against a deck like dragons or zombies, decks that can blatantly kill you through a Reaper. Yeah, you, you need to be careful. And he only had one like set. It was like wing blast. So yeah, I just spanned a bunch of monsters on field, so you can't really do anything. Yep. So okay. that was a that was a very easy two zero. Uh, and then round three against quick draw plants, uh, another easy two zero. It was kind of funny because I, I had three cards left in deck and I had this board. Uh, I could have killed him that turn, but I had like this. I had like Stardust, Prime Material, Red Eyes, and like Gores or something. I could have killed him, but I just played it safe in case he had like Fossil Dinoset because he had a set monster that turn. But anyways, he makes he someone's debris dragon and makes a iron chain dragon i was like where's this going and i had three cards left in my deck and he tried to attack over prime material to like mill me out of my deck oh shit uh but i had treacherous trap hole that side Ooh, and so i just popped that that's good on him though the recognize yeah. that he could actually I was win like, the game like, like i didn't yeah. know where it was going either when you said this yeah i was like wait a second but that's pretty so, yeah. good pretty good i did that was the last like, one before i have done at the last one yeah it's it was definitely. It didn't came, come up for me. Uh, I heard it come up, came up for someone else before. Yeah, the, it's it's still very like, I don't know. It's still not the most common thing to happen. But basically, yeah. my situation was just a Lysworm player has seven cards in deck, and he had a JD on the field with like some other Lysworm monster that I could attack. I just attacked Lysworm monster. He milled three. Then he I passed. He tried couldn't, to, couldn't you know anything. he couldn't kill me. Like, the thing is, he couldn't kill me. And JD was just going to be there and mill the last three. He only had three cards when he drew. He milled three for Iron Chain, then he drew for turn, and then he milled the last three on the mm-hmm. end phase, so he just lost that way. But yeah, that one condition yeah, is pretty sweet. Yeah, so it was, it was quick thinking on his part, but I had the, the trap hole for game. Mm-hmm. All right, <laughs> that's uh, round three. So, so so far we have random plant nonsense, Gigavice, whatever. Then you play Zombie Diva Hero deck, which is very popular. I played that deck as well. Then you played Plants. Then round four yep. is what? Well, round four, so I'm on like I'm on this team, uh, Ring of Destruction, and it's like this. We have like some of the best players like on the team. A guy named Randage like formed the team, so shout out to 
Ring of Destruction, but so we have like this uh like a whole group of us, like eight of us in the tournament, and we all kind of like work together. And some of them already got the invite from the last tournament for making top eight, like Cam, Rog, uh, Cameron Saunders, and Rog, and Prostorm had his invite for the first one. And we're all on the same team. So my next opponent was Cam, and we had like this little agreement is we'll just scoop to like whoever if someone doesn't have an invite already. So oh. he was my opponent. And then like we'll just give him some prize money if we make top eight because we're just all trying to get into that top yeah. eight position. Well, that makes sense too because you guys have like a team. Everybody, if he already has his invite, like might as well do that, right? Like, yeah, that makes sense. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So. He, he was playing, playing Black, Black Wings. Wings. Yes, he yeah. was playing Black Wings. He uh, topped with Black Wings. I saw that. Yeah. Uh, so I got the round four. So uh, round four by, I guess you can say. But and then my next opponent was Hero B, and that was like the easiest two. I was about to say that probably was you. You were probably happy when you saw him summon Stratos yeah. and search out Alias. Yeah, setting debris dragons like an FTK versus that deck. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's the, that's like the the meme in our group. We say like, the same thing at locals. Yeah. We say yeah, because at locals there are three hero players that come to my oh no local. We have Edison local, and literally every week there's so many of them. But setting the Bree Dragon is borderline game. Now I've helped yeah. them a lot by tweaking the build of all three of them. They all play the same thing, and I got them to all play two copies of Barbaros now, so that they just don't have this problem. Also, yeah. Barbaros is kind of crack. Uh, it's yeah, the game really quick. Yeah, you talked about like the no more stun version rather than having like miracle fusions and stuff, yeah. which I like more. As yeah, well. I'm not a fan. I just think that so my issue with the miracle fusion version of Hero Beat is that you could just play a better miracle fusion deck. I think that Hero Beat playing miracle fusion is the third best deck with miracle fusion. I think the first deck is just the Frog Hero Monarch deck, right? Like that deck is the best miracle fusion deck in the format. It has a ton of water monsters, and it has. Easy access to like monarchs and frogs and all sorts of stuff. It does dupe lock. It does a lot of cool things. And then the second would be Diva Hero, right? Diva Hero is one of those decks that my problem with it is that it has to draw all of its parts. It has to draw the hero engine, it has to draw the warner engine, and then it also has to draw Miracle Fusion for it to be like a yep. complete deck. And it doesn't thin itself out the way frogs do, which is why I think frogs is a slightly better version of Diva Hero. Like if I that ever came to me wanting to play Diva Hero, I feel like I just could not convince myself to do that over playing Frog Hero Monarch because. One of the decks just does the same kind of thing, but better. It thins the deck out, and then it draws those cards. It draws the bombs. Six Monarchs, three Miracle Fusions. It's like borderline 10 cards I want to draw. My deck is thinned out by a good amount. Uh, so, and then you have the Hero Beat deck, last but not least, playing Miracle Fusion. And it just doesn't It doesn't mean as much when they have an absolute zero. I don't know. It just doesn't feel the same. There's not as much pressure. They don't synchro. They don't do anything. They just kind of summon this Alias. And, yeah, Alias Absolute Zero is not exactly as intimidating as... Somebody going summon Star Dash Dragon, set Wing Blast, set Solemn, and having, you know, like Absolute Zero coming out from Future Fusion and all that stuff. It's just a lot. Yeah. Uh, so I just think that Hero Beat should just be a full on stun deck with Barbaros. Barbaros deals with a lot of the deck's problems. The deck has a problem with Gores. The deck has a problem with uh, Big Butts, aka Debris Dragon, Dupe Frog, stuff like that. And also, it can take a long time to win in general yeah it can't really pressure you yeah barbaros puts the clock on you like it's very very fast so uh, all the hero players at my local now play two copies of barbaros and it makes that deck way more intimidating i actually lost a game last thursday because the guy went some of barbaros set chalice pass and like that shit just caught me off guard and i was like all right well that's that's one way to do it um but yeah 
Uh, it is also nice that the deck doesn't really side deck DD Crow. So I just kept in my magical stones and just kept on turboing through the deck and then I had rolled a Cree. So that's like four more. Or yeah. that's two more. Yeah, that's two more auto wins versus yeah, the deck. It's just straight up game. I do have some uh, questions too. Um about yeah. Oh, did you want to say something else about the hero beat? I mean, I, I just uh, mispronounced it, whatever. Yeah, I was going to say like one more thing. Uh, when we we're talking about the original like idea for the dragon deck, yep. uh, it just remind me because we were talking about how hero beat just loses to a defense monster. Uh, I saw like the original dragon deck, and I was like, there has to be something better than this, just because that deck just loses to like a spirit reaper or like a marshmallow. Yeah. yeah. So I wasn't really a fan of just losing to like a dupe block, you know. Yeah, it's really you have to specifically draw cards like Hero Blast and Gemini Spark and all, and you have to use them on not the best card. Like I don't want to yeah. exactly Gemini Spark a Dupe Frog, right? Like that seems so bad. Yeah. Uh, but sometimes that comes down to that with the Hero deck. But Hero's top every single RBET tournament. I think it is the most consistent deck in the entire format because it does the exact same thing every single game. Like it's not the most powerful deck by any stretch of the imagination. But it is the deck that does the same thing most consistently, which is yeah. well, Summer Stratos, Set Traps. The guy I beat round five, I played him again in like top four. See? And it was another easy clap, but yeah. that, it just beats up on like all the other decks. Yes. It's like, it, the, it's like the best beater deck. So. Yeah, it gets over, like if you're playing Glad Beast or any of those weird decks, Skill Drain just puts it in against all of those decks. Like Skill Drain is so problematic for a lot of It has of a nice Blackwing matchup too, for the most part. Yeah, it can go. It can go toe to toe. If they don't draw whirlwind, I think it's pretty. Yeah. Favorite the heroes, but if they draw whirlwind, it's kind of like just count your days. We have like a lot else to stop whirlwind, like where you can chain like on the summon. Yeah. Because I remember one time I played black wings against hero beat, and he stopped my summon for like ten turns. I just <laughs> <laughs> and I had to like double whirlwind. I just couldn't summon anything. But, yeah, he's like yeah. Gemini Spark that one, Hero Blast the next one, Book of Moon the yep. next one, Bottomless the next one. It's like God. Yep, that's damn exactly it. what happened. I was like. Bro, <laughs> <laughs> let me summon. I want to search. Solemn judgment, Sirocco. Get out of here. I'm yeah, like, oh I'll, I'll do it every time. If you have yeah. whirlwind, um, I will solemn your normal summon. No question. All right. Yeah. So I have some questions from uh, one yeah, of our yeah. good friends, OG. Um, he participates in our, we have like a little friend group that we practice with and stuff. And he was wondering about the dragon deck because he was looking to, I guess, play it. Like he wants to know the inner workings of it, what you guys thought about certain things. So he sent me some questions to ask you, and I'm just going to read them off. Uh, so how did you deal with cards such as Soul Release and DD Crow? They hit cards such as Magical Stone Excavation upon Average pretty hard. So that's his first question. Is like, how do you deal with DD Crow and Soul Release? And it sounds like you mentioned just a second ago that when you played against the Hero deck, you know that they didn't have a Crow, so you didn't side out your Magical Stones, which insinuates that you naturally do side out Magical Stone Excavation. Yeah, like ninety percent of the time. Like if I think crows are coming in, then I side out magical stone because it's not doesn't really feel too good if you go discard two, add something back, and then it gets DD crow. Yes. So yeah, crow. I think that that makes sense to me. I think that kind of that one is a little bit more self-explanatory to me. I mean, soul release is not exactly great against dragons either. It's it's very specific when it can be good against a deck, right? Yeah. Like it it's. I don't even, I guess if you future fusion and you didn't summon a bunch of red eyes on the end phase and like you just have your graveyard just big chilling. Do you have a, a go-to card? Like I know obviously every matchup's different, but for example, Magical Stone, a card that you know 90% of times you're siding it out. Do you have a card that you go 90% of the time, this is what I'm siding in, in, in Magical Stone's spot? Yeah, Lightning Vortex is like a really insane side deck card because people side in like Fossil Dyna, Vanity Fiend. Fiend. 
uh, there's like all these anti-meta monsters and you just wipe them out. That's pretty simple. And then maybe Book of Moon, depending on the matchup as well. But you just want to like stop their anti-cards and those do a good job at that. And Lightning Vortex happens to be a discard card. So it fuels Super Rejuvenation. Lightning Vortex is actually crack. Yeah. I it's think it like, should be cited in every deck, by the way. It's my favorite card. Or yeah. like one of my, it's my, it's the best side deck card. Anyways, yes. it should be cited in every single deck, no question. I even went ahead and main decked one, and I can go into that later on too. But okay, uh, and then sometimes we side out one Pyavers. Like if we're playing against a deck that can like rush us really quick, uh, like just put a lot of pressure. We side out Pyavers just in case we like open two pot and then we can't do anything. Yeah, that makes or, sense. Or we're playing against like a deck that is has a lot of grave hate by chance, and so we can take pot out. That leads into the next question. Um, how do you feel about the zombie matchup? They have Book of Life, Brionic, Floaters, in addition to previously mentioned side deck, like you know, cards that would actually yeah. hurt. Yeah, it was a, the zombie matchup. Uh, I mean, it's not like they're they can't book a life chain to like anything, so right. that's fine. It's and it's the same, yeah, the same thing with soul release. Like, as long as they're not like soul releasing anything like really crucial, like. Your utility dragons are kind of important in the, like the like situational play. Like prime material, Drago, clear vice can be important, but everything else, like as long as your three red meds aren't in the grave, you don't really care too much. What would you would you consider zombies to be one of your tougher matchups just because of how fast that deck can be? Mm. Like the turn that you take to try to set up, and they're just like, okay, yeah, they, I'll it, take that opportunity it, to summon Diva and Synchro with my Goblin Zombie because they can do a lot of damage really was, fast. Yeah. I was going to ask something similar in that it seems like like decks like this, I would feel as though they more so like slower decks like um, Dandy Warrior, right? Yeah, very like, slow. Decks that, decks that take time to set up but are good long game, like they're just hoping that you brick because otherwise you Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, like the, combo the, decks or fast decks like Zombies, they might be decks that actually pose a threat to uh, a deck like this. You're like Black Wings and... Zombies can be pretty quick. Well, I should say Veyu Turbo to be specific. Yeah. Veyu Turbo can you for 4,000 with one Greffer, like a summon Greffer 4,000. Um, but yeah, I was wondering how you feel about those matchups that are like other fast decks that are already established in the meta. Yeah, that, those are probably like the harder matchups just because they can just rush you down really quick before yeah. you can get anything going. And then you need a turn to get Super Rejuve going. Yeah. Pretty Is much that what happened that. in the finals? You played Black Wings uh, in the finals, right? Yeah, it was like a Veyu Blackwing mesh. And I think if I just have like a monster, if I drew a monster uh, because he decked up me and then uh, I, I could have gotten something going, I, I kind of made a mistake that final game by setting tre- Treacherous Trap Hole because a couple of turns later I drew Gores mm. uh, and he knew Trap Hole was there. So it, was, it wasn't like he was going to play into it really. Yeah, I, just didn't get, I just didn't want to get beat down. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but anyways, but yours is so tricky in this format because yeah. I come across the same issue where sometimes I'll set something and then I'll draw Gores after. For example, yeah. I feel like with me, it's always fucking Solemn Judgment. Solemn Judgment and Gores for me have this really big hate relationship with each other. <laughs> like it's it's super hateful because I always have Solemn and Gores together, which is awkward. Or I set Solemn and then I draw Gores. Like the very turn after I set Solemn, mm. and it's like, oh god, am I ever like? I'm probably not going to get to drop this Gores now. Yeah, it, it's kind of similar with this deck with because uh, you have Future Fusion that's yeah. up, so you have to sometimes you have Gores and Future Fusion. You have to kind of like, do I want Gores first and then, or do I just want Future Fusion now? And yeah, uh, so but 
the cool aside thing, from that, Gores is like this insane in this deck. Yeah, because so he helps you to OTK them. What I like about Gores yeah. in the Dragon Turbo deck, though, is that when you do what you're supposed to do, which is draw a bunch of cards and get to the end phase, and you have a, the discard for hand size, you can just discard Gores if he's like not relevant. Yeah, like if your field is not completely open, you have Future Fusion up. You're like, okay, well this guy's dead, and you just get rid of it. Yeah, and I love that. And like, or if you find Tragodia too. Yep, you're like, oh, I don't need this because Tragodia. Yeah. For the most part, is just better. I mean, stealing monsters is pretty insane, especially if somebody summons Absolute Zero against you for some reason or a Stardust. You're like, oh, thank you. You can you can crash into it like a Judgment Dragon and then steal it. What so it's crash kind of into a Judgment Dragon. Like you can, oh, if they have oh, yeah, a Judgment yeah, yeah. Dragon on the field, yeah, summon just... Whitestone, crash, take twenty nine hundred, drop Trag, search out Blue Eyes, discard Blue, yeah. Blue Eyes, take yeah, Something that's like that. so broken. Yeah, Trag. Uh, but the answer to the question about like uh, the zombie thing again, just uh, Drago does a really good job against zombies just because like if they're just like turtling on pyramid turtle uh you can just crash into it a couple times and then they don't have anything to summon off yeah that's awkward if you summon drago at any point it kind of neuters the deck a lot yeah and then you can kind of like against like decks that pressure you a lot you can also just like lightning vortex their board uh so it kind of it's kind of weird like they have to like they have to rush you down, but then they can play into Trag, Gores, Lightning Vortex. So it's a little awkward for them, too. But yeah. yeah. I was going to say uh, so the next, the last question here about OG is how do you deal or how do you feel about the Frog Hero Monarch matchup or just like the Frog Monarch matchup in general? Um, I think the reason why this question is being asked, I have some insight on like what he's actually getting at here. So it can be, I'm not sure how much experience you have with this, but Ryza specifically can be very, very, very detrimental uh, when he makes you top deck like a red eyes and you're in kind of a, a spot where it's just a really bad draw. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if that's something that you've experienced or if you feel like the Frog Hero Monarch matchup is one of those matchups that needs any specific attention or just feels kind of like it can go back and forth. Or how, I don't know. How, like, how do you feel about that matchup in general? Um. So... If I know I'm playing it's like the frog decks, like with Ryza, Wing Blast, and all that, yeah. I try not to like set anything because that's gonna be like worse than so I just like discard cards at end phase yep. if I can't get anything going. Cause I'd rather <laughs> I'd rather just get rid of like the trash cards rather than set it and then get stacked on top of my deck and Yeah, whenever you play and this is just general knowledge for people who are listening, if you ever play against a monarch deck in general, the best way to deal with monarchs is to not commit to the field because monarchs is a deck that literally requires that you commit to the field for them to work except Dastalos, who happens to be honestly Dastalos is probably my favorite monarch at this point i talk about that fucking card all the time i love that card i think soul exchange Dastalos is a two for three and it's so nice when you get to do that because you usually hit whatever monster you tribute it a card out their hand which is unexpected and then also whatever back row they end up using to get rid of it uh most of the time people end up having to use some kind of back row to deal with it so it's really cool that it can just like take away so much card advantage but that styles is not played really and rise good against Kai's, dragons yes it, it, in a weird way hitting your hand is definitely the way to deal with the deck but no one yeah. plays that style so if people were playing monarchs now <laughs> like if i if i were play a monarch deck i guess an rbet4 it would probably be playing like triple vanity's fiend triple Thastalos. <laughs> triple kaios triple ryza and then just a bunch of the you know just the regular frog pack i will completely yeah. forget the fucking uh monarch i'm not monarch the hero the hero package yeah as cute as that is the meta has shifted so much where i think that you're going to see more dragon decks now 
Uh, zombies also are just naturally good against the, the standard hero frog monarch deck. Like, it's just really good against that deck because it's slow and Book of Life gets the really... Like, they will Book of Life both your tree ones at some point or they'll just, like, yeah. you know, kill you. That's, like, the problem with the monarch decks. They're a little too passive and they can't really do a lot in the turn yeah. for the most part. I also think monarchs uh, have a hard time with gores. That's just... In my experience, gores hurts monarchs yeah. more than any other deck. Like, when they attack... When they're doing one monarch per turn... And you're just like drop gores on a monarch attack and you get a 2400 token. It's so hard for that deck to deal with that. One thing, uh, the, I remember struggling against frog. Frog's like the, the frog guy, uh, if you guys don't know. The, the guy that topped the last uh, rivet with the frog hero deck. Mm-hmm. Uh, he got like second. He used to play Diva frog monarch and he was able to make the X-Saber Urbellum, the level 7 guy, and that's really good against this deck because I'm not putting anything on the field. Uh, and then he just summons that and he just keeps on like spinning stuff to the top of my yeah, deck. Yeah, he keeps trying so, exactly the same. Yeah, so I just I just lose <laughs> if yeah, I don't have, have like Gores. You have to commit and that puts you right into a Monarch. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, oh, you put something on the field now to not get hit by Urbellum. Now you get Caius. Now you get Rising. And that's uh, one thing when I originally built this deck. It was kind of like the go against where, you know, Raiko, Caius, uh, Icarus Attack. There's all these cards that take away from your opponent. So it's almost better to not commit to the field. Uh, it's, better, it's almost better to do nothing than do something because like, they're just going to pop your stuff for value because otherwise they have to like flip Raiko, no pop, they just mill, or summon Caius, banish their own card yeah. just to get 24. Or There's plenty of times where my opponent does Icarus Attack their own cards just to pop one of my cards so yeah and it's, 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 it's kind of funny i love i love the the plant deck in general like i consider it because i i tend to play the full quick draw deck but without quick draw because i hate quick draw as a card i think it's yeah. so fucking bad but i love the bad engine. tempo yeah it's, i love all the other cards in the deck i love pot Everest resolving that card feels so fun uh Ryko and hamster and triplicate is really nice uh, I love a lot of things that the plant deck. I think the Bridge Dragon is a fantastic card, like Dandelion, that whole synergy. All of that's great. Uh, the deck is really, really slow, though. And like you said, it doesn't really do anything if people don't commit. If people yeah. don't commit, a lot of the format doesn't do anything. But this is where the best decks come in. So I think that we're starting to get to a point. I think every RBET tournament refines the format and gets us closer and closer to a quote-unquote best deck. And th- it looks to me like the decks that are the absolute craziest are the ones that really don't require input from your opponent which is in a way it's kind of a fortune because i'm basically saying the non-interactive decks are the best but if you look at black wings right black wings plays cards that do interact like Icarus attack but it also just plays oh in a way that's so aggro and doesn't really need your opponent to do anything like if they yeah. don't do anything they will just die for that you cannot just do nothing against black wings it doesn't need you to put a monster on the field it doesn't need you to put a back row on the field to get value it will just kill you and that's fine with that deck Yep. Uh, usually you win by not interacting with your opponent. Yeah. Like if you have like the nuts, like you're not really interacting with your opponent. You're yeah. Just, like, you're like whirlwind Soroko, you know, yeah. search out. Dead. Yeah. Like it's like, I'm not really interacting with you. I'm just kind of doing my own thing and I don't really care what you're doing. I'm just attacking and it attacks you for so much damage. There was a game I saw, I think cam played in like top, top eight, let's say, I don't know exactly when it was, but he played the game in top cut and his opponent's playing glad beast and he goes cold wave. And he ends on like Marmillo in defense mode. And he cold waved Cam. Well, I guess he really cold waved himself. But the next turn, yeah. Cam summoned Soroko, 
Special Bora, Special Gale, Pumped Bora. Bora was 5,000. Then he attacked and dropped Kalusa. Bora was 6,400. Oh 6,400 Bora attacking a defense Momomillo. And then they can't do anything the next turn. And then I think he wrote in the chat, like, Cold Wave is a hell of a card. <laughs> yeah, Cold Wave and Gladiator Beast, like, it might have been good in older formats, uh, but it's so bad in, like, as a format. Because <laughs> yeah, you mean, use Cold Wave, lock yourself. You can't use War Chariot. Or, which is your best card. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, it's, it's sure really, you, you might like a Mermillo safe pop or something or Gazarus. If but. you're not doing Cold Wave into Gizarus pop pop and then establishing some kind of like field when your opponent is low on resources, because Cold Wave, like you said, is not that good if your opponent has, if they're playing a deck that's monster heavy and has resources. Like, for example, you're playing against Quick Draw, they have a Dandelion in the graveyard that you have not banished and you can't banish for whatever reason. They get just a Breed Dragon you next turn, unopposed, right? Because you can't play any back row. Cold Wave's in effect. It's like, oh, you just get Black Rose for free now. Thank you. Uh, but if your opponent's like kind of low on resources and you call Wave and like, you know, Jaisar stuff. Yeah. Jaisar is still an insane card. So is Secutor and all that stuff. But uh, it's really interesting. I guess the Glad Beast matchup for you can be interesting too. Like, I think, I think they, once they realize what you're playing, if they know what you're playing going into it, they're going to Secutor you the yeah. first, like at the first sign. You can't, I mean, there's really nothing you could do, right? It's like, you put a card on the field, they secutor you, or you don't put a card on the field, which is how the deck naturally plays anyway, and then you get secutored that way too. Yeah. But, but uh, I, it's kind of funny that you brought that up because I was I'm ProStorm's like pretty much like my testing partner and yeah. we played the same deck. So we were like testing like a lot for this for, uh this tournament and we had like a side deck strat for Glide Beast just in case we ran into it, because it it can be troublesome if they do yes. just like spam secutor. But like he was I did like a uh turn one or I just drew a bunch of cards, but I didn't have anything on the field. And he went like uh, GB Tiger in a Secutor and just like summon Herc and set two back row. So he had like three in hand. Uh, he had War, I know he had War Chariot, and then he had, I think his other card was Solemn Judgment. But yeah. at this point, I had already done like the turbo thing. And you said that in previous podcasts, like if you're on Herc, a bunch of cards in hand with War Chariot set, you're good. Well, I, I actually outplayed i played through his three cards in hand his war chariot and solemn judgment that he had set and just won that turn yeah so, your hand had to be obviously insane yeah. though because it's not yeah i drew my to, whole entire deck yeah so. to, to break a herc chariot uh you need yeah. one of two things to happen either a outrageously godly hand or a really stupid opponent and that's there's or, no in between yeah like yeah, your hand has to be god or your opponent has to be slow yeah and there's literally but, no in between because you yeah, don't have to negate like, 90 90 of your cards i will let them walk yeah. Like 90% of things you do, but like if you're if you start your turn, I'll be like heavy storm. Well, I have to negate that. John Trunade. Yeah. Okay, well, I have to negate that too. Yeah. And then it's like lightning vortex. All right, well, I obviously have to negate that too. And then it's like, okay, if you have more cards to play after that, then sure. You will break yeah. my heart chariot by playing those three cards. But if if your hand is like, I don't know, heavy storm and then trading or something, like sure, go ahead and yeah. trade it. I don't I don't give a fuck. Like you can yeah. do it. So Most of the times you yeah. can't play through it, but like that particular yes. situation, it was like I had the absolute nuts to break his nuts. I think oh. <laughs> if any deck could do it, it's definitely yeah. dragons after dragons does yeah. it's draw the whole deck thing, right? Like yeah. Because yeah. you, you construct your hand. Like I've played, for, because of you, I've played Dragon Turbo quite a bit this format. And I'm aware of like sculpting your hand is something that you should not be allowed to do in Yu Gi Oh! Like yeah. hand, hand sculpting is so funny. I played, I actually played Dragon Turbo last week at my local. And round one, like my opponent's, he's like, what are you on? Because I, I, I think my hand was bad. But I, I set Whitestone. And like he killed Whitestone and made my trade in live. And then I just kind of went. Yeah, I just kind of went. Yeah. So I, I like searched Blue Eyes. On well, my next turn, I drew 
and I already had training in hand. I think I drew like a cards of consonants, and then I just like spiraled out of control. So in one turn, I just drew so many cards. And then at the end of the turn, I super drew for six, super drew for six, super drew for six. And I had so many cards, man. I'm just like, I'm throwing, I'm literally throwing cards in yeah. clumps. I'm grabbing cards out of my hand in clumps and just throwing them in the graveyard. And I ended on like my my ending hand was true date heavy, three red eyes, and like a debris dragon or something like that. And he was just like, as I'm throwing a car, I'm throwing some crazy cards to the graveyard too. Like I was throwing, like he just, I drew like, I don't need that. Yeah, I was like, I don't need that. I just throwing shit. And he was like, what are you doing? He's like, well, I'm, I'm just like, I'm sculpting my perfect hand to kill you next turn. <laughs> like I don't, yeah. I don't need 90% of these cards. Like you're going to die. But yeah, it's really fun when you get to the end phase and you can just sculpt your hand. It's not, it's not a normal thing to do. So it feels really cool. Yeah. I think I had a rejuve for like, I resolved like four rejuves in a turn because of magical stone so that's pretty cool um so i drew like 16 cards that is crazy yeah yeah no dragons are dragons are really fun i i i don't spam it at locals any kind of deck like that because like when we go to local we kill off the scene (laughs) yeah because i also don't want everyone to just decide like oh this is what we should should all be doing like i you know i have an affinity where i i love the nolaris deck i think it's one of the best decks in the format i preached about it a lot in the beginning uh, I still think that deck is absolutely insane, but it's not fun to play with or against. it's fun to play with, I guess, but it's not fun yeah. to play against. It's not fun. to. The person sitting across from you is honestly terrified the entire time and not in a good way. Like they're just sitting yeah. there frantic, hoping to God that you don't end their life. Yeah, it's a pretty boring deck. Yeah, it's like whether or not I win very rarely has anything to do with me. Yes. Yeah, that's exactly right. What you just said is exactly right. It doesn't matter. Like what you did is is more so like did they have it or not? Like did they have future yeah. fusion? Did they have the setup for Dark Creator? Did they have Narlaris turn one, which takes away all my cards and I can't even do anything? Yeah. Well, in the past, I kind of I liked playing decks that like people didn't like. Like I, I liked playing Inferni in twenty fourteen. I was like one of the like OGs that stuck through with the Inferni before even before Soul Charge came out. Yeah. Uh, I played Dark Worlds and people didn't like that in 2012. So, uh, <laughs> I played a lot of decks that people just didn't like very much, but uh, like it was guy. fun. For, it was it was fun. I wasn't like trying to be that guy. I just yeah. like I like taking the, like the decks that are like only good game one before yeah. you side deck, yeah, and then yeah. like making it actually work uh, good. So no, that's that's cool. I mean, that's a challenge in itself, right? Like, yeah, there are certain decks that I think are very strong game one. And then they have some of the most outrageous side deck cards against them that make them not really play like some, for example, frog monarchs, right? Like straight up frog monarchs. I think that deck is fucking awful. Personally, yeah. I, I hate it so much. I think it's one of the so much side deck hate. I, it's because of the side deck hate. I think I hate it so much. It's people yeah. naturally saw mask restrict or pulling a rug. They naturally saw DD crow. Then you got people on fossil dining. You got people on banished radiance. You got people on yeah. soul release now because of the frog hero monarch deck. You got people on Book of Life and main that game one now. Like, there's so many things about it that just make me not want to play it. But then at the same time, technically, from a, from a just objective standpoint, like spamming Monarchs and spamming Vanity's Fiend and stuff like that is actually really good, though. Like, yeah. you, you could totally beat somebody if your deck is main deck and three Vanity's Fiend, three Thestalos, three Rise of three Caius, and it's just like frogs. Substitute is still one of the best cards in the entire game of Yu Gi Oh! Period. It is one of the absolute best cards printed. It does not have a once per turn clause as a secondary effect, which is actually relevant. And it just enables some degenerate shit. Like, for example, one pack from Edison is Frog FTK, <laughs> one of the best yeah. decks of all time. Literally is enabled by Ronin Toten and Substitute being 
in existence. Like, just because those two cards exist enables an entire FTK deck, and they only get one card. People are like, oh, like, well, how come Sabres are bad? It's like, Sabres is... Sabres doesn't have, like, six of its cards, right? Like, Sabres is down so many cards. It doesn't have yeah. Dark Soul. It doesn't have Bogart Knight. It doesn't have... Does it have Poshul, even? No. Is it, right. It doesn't have Poshul. So, Sabres is down a lot. Sabres is down bad. Infernities is not even a deck. Like, there's so many nope. decks that they need the next set to be really, really good. Yeah. And yeah, Frogs is just... Shiny kinda, Darkness was broken. Shiny Darkness <laughs> was fucking insane for the game. But, yeah. Uh, and- go ahead. I was just going to say one more t- small thing. Uh, you mentioned Sabres, but I think this deck, like, there's, like, other combo decks in the format, but the problem with them is that they have to commit something before, like, on the field before they can actually, like, yes. build a board, where yeah. this deck's just like, oh, Heavy Storm, Giant True Nade, Lightning Vortex, get get all that out here, and then you then you summon stuff. Yeah, it's just, like, clean, clean your field, and I yeah. will not give you another turn. You don't even get another turn. And depending yeah. on the setup, like, uh, I played against McCabe last week, he was using Frog Monarchs, and I was using the Dragon Turbo deck, and like I, I did nothing for one or two turns. I think I met a, I forget exactly what happened, but I did nothing for like one or two turns, then I exploded. And when I exploded, I summoned three Red Eyes, then at the end of it, I summoned Quackamil Drago, and I attacked from the game. And yep. there's, not no, there's nothing you could do about that. It's like, yeah, he, no. had, he did have Gores, and he, at first yeah. he like put out Gore, I was like, ah, oh, you actually can't do anything. <laughs> it's like, you're actually 100% dead, no question, right? Like, you can't play a single card, so yeah. Go- Drago is kind of like the game stealer. I love that card. I love the yeah. feeling of having it on the field. Uh, when you, I mean, even if they don't have Gores, just the feeling of knowing that they, if they do, if they do, they, can they can't. Do it. Yeah, it, it doesn't matter. It there's no like so Swiss, good. there's no Swiss Scarecrow or anything like that they can do. I get so excited so. that I start attacking with my highest monster first. Like that's how excited I get when I have that on the field. <laughs> I'll just swing with blue uh, eyes. Fuck it, yeah. blue eyes attack. <laughs> it's like, I lose all my morals. Yeah. <laughs> oh that's pretty funny yeah. uh but yeah this like again uh the deck like i this uh try uh, backtrack a little bit real quick i played the deck for a couple months after that SN legends and then like you know it's a diverse format and there's a lot of different decks to play so i kind of like put this deck down for a while because again it's not really too interactive for either player yeah uh so i just wanted to try other decks and then so i kind of ventured around for a couple formats i was watching or a couple months or i was watching when you were venturing around i was watching your youtube channel <laughs> and it was the funniest shit i've ever seen because you just be on youtube live streaming playing 50 card x sabers with fucking like three giant rat and Rajigara and all of these ridiculous combos that you can do and Infernal Reckless Summon. And I'm just watching. I'm like, Hydro, what is this? Like, what is this? And then when, I, when you would do your combo, it would be nuts. Like, when you would finally yeah. pop off, like with Rescue Cat and Faltron, it would be insane. But when you don't do that, it's just like, what yeah. is this nonsense? Like, it's just, uh. I had, there's a comp, like, I made a video uh, for my YouTube channel and it was like that deck, but it was just showing all the different combos you can do. And then uh, there's this like really bad X Saber called X Saber Axel or something like that, and that's what it was. He, yeah, he you draw a card each time like one of your X Sabers dies by battle, so you can like reckless summon three of him out and then crash Ember's blade. crash crash Ember's blade three times. So you draw three cards each time you, you crash the saber into your opponent's monster. And if you have nine. Black Garden, yeah, so you can if you have Black Garden, then Ember's blade just has a free monster to crash into. So it was <laughs> it was pretty funny. Um, <laughs> It didn't. It didn't work out too well, but like if you get the combo off, you get the combo. Yeah, off, I saw so. you get the combo off, which was funny. One of the games you just in your fifty-five card deck, you raw draw rescue cat and double fatral, and I was like, get the fuck out of here! <laughs> like, get out of here! 
It was calculated. calculated. Something can't can't go. Uh, okay, before we go any further, since we're around the halfway mark, I just want to give a shout out to our patrons over at Patreon. So, Diamond Podcast has a Patreon where we have exclusive content, like episodes that only release on Patreon. Mitch can can vouch for that. And uh, yeah, those episodes are pretty cool. We also have a Discord server, which you can gain permanent access to if you subscribe at even the lowest tier, the $3 tier, or any other tier, you get access to the Discord server, and it's permanent. Uh, and then we have other things like you can duel the Iron Nerd Podcast. Prefer- preferably, we would like to play Edison format or go to something like that, something that uh, we actually know how to play. Don't challenge us to like 2022 Yu-Gi-Oh! because I actually have no idea oh, God. how to pilot Despia or whatever the best deck is right now. I think Punk. Mystic Mine. Y- yes. Actually, yes. That is the <laughs> best deck. Actually, yes. I don't want to play that nonsense. And people at my local have stopped showing up because of Mystic Mind. I think like last Thursday after Hartford, uh, when I went, I was, you know, I was playing the Dragon Turbo deck at my local because we have an Edison tournament and we also have Modern Yu-Gi-Oh! having it at the same exact time. They segregate us. The left side of the room is Edison. The right side of the room is Modern. And recently, the Modern players have been dropping off. Like they just have oh. not been showing up as much. So last week they had about seven players. Oh my god. And it's because I think that the format is pretty toxic. I see a lot of the good players complaining about it in general. Like instead of a I guess I won't I won't criticize them and say instead of adapting, because it's kind of hard to adapt to a format where your opponent will kill you if if they just do their combo, right? Like if, if you just let your opponent do their full combo, their deck will just beat you that way. And then the other side of the token is if you don't play backer removal, you will just lose the game to Mystic Mind flat out. And yeah, there's really no in between in a for- like the format is literally yeah. those two things. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you do the uh, yeah the so, people, and then I have something to say about that. Gotcha. All right. So without further ado, guys, check out the Ivner Podcast Patreon. Anyway, we have uh, Connie, Austin, Leon, Quest, Garen, Xavier, Hylian, TCG Automotive, Silver Chronic, Tyree Tinsley, Dimitri Barnes, Alexander Brissett, Vinny Casello, Game for Yoshi, Alex Flamer, Andre Reynolds, CJ, Dubk Dad One, Dan Vrabel. Dennis Milburn, Joseph Marcello, Red Vines, First to Home, Dalis Fernares, Tom Wadabiki, S. Akuma, Mitchell Naus, who's our guest today, Midwest Gaming, William Shapiro, Dimitri Safirdis, Vince Marquette, Dallas Bailey, KJ, Biz, Roz Weiss, Luke Feeney, and Nick Stengo. Thank you guys so much for supporting the I'm Your Podcast. We really appreciate it. As I always say, it goes a long way. All right, let's get right back into the show. So you were going to say yeah. something about Modern Yu-Gi-Oh! Do you play? No. I I actually kind of stopped playing around the same time you did when okay, like I saw like the zoo combo with like you draw like twenty cards or something. Yes, I was like, I'm done with this. <laughs> <laughs> this is not okay. And then like after that, this is how like then he goes to Edison. Did, 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 well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> then he goes to Edison for a minute and turns around to the Edison it's kids. A, it's okay because that's the only deck. That's it's the Edison. only deck that does it. <laughs> so you it's, want to be the only it's, one. It's, it's cool when it's cool when only I can do it. Yeah. When when everyone else is doing oh, it, it's, man. He yeah. goes to Edison. And he gets the fucking the kids who are stuck in the past. And he terrorizes them for for a spell. He's like, guess it's, what I just learned from modern. Oh, that's fun. No, that's great. I'm just teasing oh, but, you though. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's okay uh but uh what was i saying but yeah i kind of there's like every format after that was just like the same i was like well, yes this is terrible after 2017 or i guess 2016 2017 after that so i remember because i was judging i stopped playing Yu-Gi-Oh, but i was still judging my regionals in philly and philly regionals are always 10 rounds and they're like 700 800 people like crazy they're ycs level back in the day because now ycs is always over a thousand but they're like really really big and i was judging so i got to see the game despite not playing the game. And one of the first things, the first format that was after I quit was Spiral. Full yeah. power Spiral. 
with three i think it played that uh what's that one that one? had the drone and but what's the had... one link monster that's firewall it had firewall oh, dragon Lord. it did this ridiculous combo right and it ended on like max c from the grave that it got back to his hand with firewalls effect <laughs> and like yeah I think, it just um, did a lot 2018 was like the worst year of Yu-Gi-Oh of all well, time well that was, like was goki ftk with the uh pendulum deck right i remember seeing that goki took your whole hand with gumblar dragon and then after that was done then they went into turn one summon a bunch of thunder dragon colossus and all this other shit where you couldn't search you couldn't play and then it just progressively it yeah. just it just kept being ridiculous and like i know there was a point where Sp- uh, sky striker was really good sky striker is pretty like tame compared to everything yeah. else because it's still like well, three engage, three drone. Yes, so. but all things considered, what we just talked about, it didn't yeah. kill you literally on turn one with an FTK. You got to draw yeah. your six. You got to draw your six card. People think that's a good format with like Sky Striker, Salomon Great, and like Orcus, but I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah, I didn't play that one, but I did see it, and honestly, a lot of the time, the game just ended when the yeah, person did the full Orcus combo. They do full Orcus combo, and it's like, okay, well, that's just game. Like you, yeah. like you're going to fight through it, but you're not going to get through it, is the point. If your opponent is really good, you're just not going to get through it. So Yeah, so I've, I've been following Yu-Gi-Oh! since 2017. I just did not want to partake at all. Mm-hmm. So I know what like most of the cards do and like what the metas were, but I just like, just because I was curious, but I never really wanted to play at all. But someone uh, on the Discord, I think it was, it was on the it was the Sunday of the this Edison tournament. Someone like pinged me, and they're like, uh, "They're like, hey, oh, you should have gone to the YCS. It's actually a pretty good format." <laughs> and then, that. and then, and then, Sky Striker with Mystic Mind wins. <laughs> I hate this thing that Yu-Gi-Oh players try to do to me, and I get it. Like when you're on oh, drugs, yeah. you always try to get people to do drugs with you because it's funny yeah. that way. But just leave me out of it because I'm sober now. And there's nothing that will bring me back to that shit. Like, people always say, oh, the game is good now. And then I go to a regional. There was a Philly regional uh, a couple weeks ago. And there's a Philly regional actually uh, in three days, two days from this podcast. So this podcast will come out on Thursday. And there's a Philly regional January, or not January, June 11th. So there's one this week. There's one this weekend. The last one I went to, and I'll tell the story again for people who don't know. Somebody was like, hey, when are you coming back to the game? After he just told me a story about how his opponent was at 15,000 oh, life points. And he killed them from fifth. He was so happy. He said, I summoned six monsters, not five. I summoned six monsters and I attacked them and took all 15,000 life points in one turn. He's bragging about it. Then at the end of the story, we were having a conversation and he goes, so when are you coming back? Nigga, never. Never. <laughs> never. <laughs> Literally never. That was a rhetorical question. Like, how dare you tell me that you just killed somebody from 15K in one turn by summoning not five, but six monsters. Yeah. So, yeah, everyone tries to get me to come. Yeah. Like, oh, the game's in a good spot. And I'm like, it's just not, though. And you're being delusional about it. Like, I get that you enjoy it. I don't mind that people like playing a game where the game is decided and on turn one consistently. Like, consistently, yeah. you cannot argue me with this point. Consistently, your game is over turn one. It just is. And then on top of it, what makes it worse is that you're watching your opponent play for, like, 20 minutes. Yeah, no one likes the scoop because everyone feels like they have a shot. And... Sometimes they do break the board. And, you know, it's kind of like when you win at the casino. You win one out of every 20 times you go to the casino, right? Like, you win once. And you never forget the feeling of how it felt to win. So you always, you want that do- that dopamine rush of, of that one time, though, he did his full combo and I won. You want yeah. that feeling, so you chase it. Like, you you will sit there. Think about how bad this habit is. You'll sit there and watch your opponent jerk off for 10 minutes. 
<laughs> in front of you, and then you get a turn, you draw your six card, it's nothing, and then you scoop. But because of that one time where you won, you won't. And I and I get it. It's like, why would I scoop? I could possibly still win. Yeah, I get it. But it's just Louis, to me, that's not fun. Louis C.K. would love modern Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be in. Getting the you guys are making this. You guys are making this dragon deck sound really bad, just because like it's pretty much what it does. <laughs> it's yeah. I mean, it, it is. It's a all, it can do it, but it's not like game every. It doesn't turn. do it no. consistently though. That's yeah. the thing. Like dragons, we be we be lying if we said that dragons did what it does sometimes all the time it just doesn't do it all the time the problem with modern Yu-Gi-Oh is that the, it's all the time the powerful decks I, do do their combo every game like they just do it the other, every game the other thing is it does feel different like yeah the dragon deck is a lower interaction deck but it does feel different in that like at the end of the day your board is blue eyes and red md yes it's, blue eyes doesn't blue eyes doesn't negate my cards like no, i can like i can play around yeah. you know what i mean you can like Whereas like I've won through Dragon Turbo doing its full combo a couple times because like my hand was just I had brain control and like something yeah. else. you know it starts with brain control but like I I had a hand that kind of can play through it like I might have brain control yeah. then I have oppression or something and it's like oh shit I was able to get through it but yeah, you can definitely beat it you just have to have like a really good particular hand yes it needs a particular hand and the good thing is the Dragon deck sometimes takes time to do it like it's not always a turn one thing sometimes you draw your yeah. six and your dragon turn is literally pass yeah. literally pass the other thing that's cool about it or cool about the format i would say is that like so you know this deck it sets up big monsters and it's like you got to deal with these big monsters that swarm the field but you can deal with them and the deck doesn't play traps like look at the deck list there's no traps yeah, right zero. so you're just dealing with what's in front of you right but yeah. then you have a deck like hero beat where it's not big monsters, but it's all traps. And so you're dealing with playing through all these traps. Yep. Modern Yu-Gi-Oh! All of the, like, or both of those no at traps. the same time. <laughs> yeah, but no like, traps. all the traps are the monsters. It's the big yeah. monsters are the traps. Yes. And you gotta like, yeah. and then you gotta also fucking... the ones in the hand that you don't know about, but you have to yeah. assume that they have, so you have to play around them. And it's like, it's a different game. And that's what I keep yeah. stressing to people is, I don't, I don't hate Yu-Gi-Oh! I just hate my like I I guess I hate modern, the game yeah. that it is because modern is not the same game. I think that I think that when I sit down to play a game of Edison and if I sit down to play a game of modern, I'm not even playing the same game. Nope. There's the only familiarity is the size of the cards, right? And like certain cards is like, oh, Herald of Orange Lights played in both formats. That's cool. Yeah. That's the that's as far as the familiarity extends. Other than that, though, the game feels so drastically different when I watch somebody sit there and go Mystic Mind and literally draw pass. Like the like the top four feature match that got posted. Um, draw pass, draw pass. <laughs> draw pass, draw pass. The feature match literally reads: draw pass, draw pass. He drew a card, and pass. He drew a card, and pass. He drew a card, and it goes straight down for a while until like, eventually the guy concedes. <laughs> That's awful. Like we don't have that in Edison. We don't have. No. We don't have so many auto wins or auto losses. No. However you want to look at it, there's just not that many auto wins and auto losses in Edison. Like yeah, future fusion and dragons. It feels pretty bad when it happens. You probably do lose the game, but again, that's that you have a 15% chance of opening it. And you also could possibly still win through it. And again, 15%. It's not like every game, like, oh God, every game I have to deal with DPE plus prank kid plus the whole thing. Cause he just drew prank kid yeah. and adventure token. It's like, oh yeah, that does it. Oh. Me and uh Pro Storm, we did like all the numbers testings because we like we like numbers and all that. So kind of like number nerds, but we went through all the numbers with this deck, like test hands and then like how the tournament results actually were. And we compared them and they were pretty um, spot on for the most part, even after side decking and all that. But 
uh, and we can go into this later on too to see how consistent the deck actually was. Uh, but you can get in this deck, you get future fusion like in the first turn, you get like 30 some percent because you're just drawing cards, and then like within the first two turns, you get like 45 percent. Yeah, so it's pretty so high. almost half the games you will see it. Yeah, and sometimes you don't even need it. It's just like, oh, because in this deck, you're not doing like other decks is like you're doing like the regular dragon is just like that's your game card where this deck is just like you're just emptying your deck getting three blue eyes to your hand getting three or five bad dragons out of your deck and yes. then you're just deck thinning yeah it's a very not different bad. feel yeah uh the way so it's not like feels. it's not like completely game in this build but it's okay because you have when, other stuff that is when do you side in uh red eyes wyvern let me look at your side deck but go ahead uh when do you side in yeah. red eyes wyvern so it's kind of like the side strat that we had against like because hard matchups they're not very good decks but like GB and X Habers are like kind of brutal matchups if you're just going like main deck wise so side deck we want to bring in like the beaters and then royal oppression so we bring in like Dragos Wyverns and oppression because and then Book of Moon as well yep uh so we just we take out a lot of our turbo cards and just side that in against those decks because they can't deal with like a 1600 defense Drago. Yeah, like Air Mellow just can't get over it. And then Oppression just deals with like all the Glider Beasts and X-Saber things. So that worked out that. pretty well. And then Wyvern is also pretty good against like the Deck Dev decks, where it's like Blackwing, Veyu Turbo, where they, they bring in Deck Dev. Um, so normally you side out a couple small dragons and you bring those in just to have like a... Because otherwise, if you if you get Deck Dev, you only have Instant Fusion to summon your Red Eyes Darkness Metal. Yes. So, so you want to bring Wyvern in just to have like a monster you can just at least summon and banish. I like um, that it beats over Fossil Dino. That's really good. Yeah, it's, it's pretty. It's it's not awful. It's just it's kind of nice when they're bringing Deck Dev in and then like the Deck Dev you and then you show in your hand and you have those tiny guys and you have like a Wyvern Red Eyes. Uh, yeah. So it also Red Eyes Wyvern with Future Fusion is so cracked. Yeah. Like that is. That's where Future Fusion's card advantage is so scary because I remember I played deal with it. I remember one game I played against a guy, a random guy. We were playing on uh, DB, and I was playing my little quick draw brew. And I remember he opened games one, two, and three with Future Fusion. I ended up winning one of them, but game three, the way I ended up losing, he Future Fusion. He discarded his five dragons, and two of them were wyverns, and two of them were blue eyes or red eyes. And he ends his turn with just playing Future Fusion and summoning two Red Eyes in defense mode and passing. And he still has, after fucking doing that, like five cards in hand, and now he has three cards on the field. So he ends with eight cards. He started with six, ends with eight. I draw, and yeah. I have, like, I think, like, Foolish Debris and all. Like, I, I end up having to use quite a bit of my hand. Now, I think, I think this is when I was still playing Quick Draw. So my hand was, like, Dandelion, Quick Draw, Debris Dragon. And I had to use a good chunk of my hand to deal with his field. And I realized after I did it, I was like, holy shit, man. Like, I'm down to three cards. And this guy, literally, all he did was play Future Fusion. Yeah. Like, he didn't do a single other thing besides activate Future Fusion and pass. And that I had to do so much to deal with that. Yeah. So, it's essentially, like, painful choice. So, it's yeah. pretty crazy card. It's really nasty. And it's just like, God damn, man, I had to do all of that to deal with this field, and he still has... He's going to draw to six. Like, this guy's going to draw to six and I have three cards. It's ridiculous. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's one of those things. Dragons Dragons it, is really fun. What Whatever decks do you like in Edison format? Uh, Besides 55 well, card X-Sabers. Uh, 
I think Blackwings is okay. It's a little frustrating. Like, I have, like, a build that's, like, made to, like, wipe out all the disruption back row. So it's, like, you have, like, your Blackwing monsters can walk because it's annoying when they're just constantly getting stopped on someone you can't do whirlwind. So what are you playing? So, like, my body has a shields and shit? I have a I have a crazy build where it was, like, I was just briefly testing it, but it was, like, three Dust Tornado, three Seven Tools. It doesn't play, play Oppression, and it plays, like, two road. So you can just like slap all your back row and then they can't do anything. Yeah. Um, and then and you then have you like summoning you, it, yeah. And then you have the Book of Moons and Icarus attacks. And I didn't I didn't get the I'd probably play like fifteen matches with it, but it felt really good. Uh I can actually summon Blackwing monsters and they do something rather than getting stopped <laughs> all the time. So um yeah. I have a love hate relationship with Blackwings. My yeah. my issue with Blackwings is that it's just fucking boring. It's, yeah, it is pretty boring. That is my only gripe with it. I never will say that Black Wings is a bad deck because that's just untrue. It's obviously one of the best decks in the format. It has, for the most part, three of all of its cards, right? Like it's I, I value that. I value decks. Like even look at your Dragon Turbo deck. It has so many cards that it can play three copies of. And so many cards that it does play three copies of. And those decks tend to be really broken. I I I looked at the zombie deck and I had a hard time one, coming one, with, one. Yes, it's a deck of twenty two one ofs. I had a hard time coming to great like terms with the zombie deck in general because of the fact that it plays 22 one ofs, but then I realized it's playing those one ofs because those cards are broken as fuck. Yeah. And so <laughs> every game when you play against zombies, it's like, God damn, he had the dark arm this game. The next game he might have the return. The next game he might have, you know, and it's just like it's, he had the burial this game. You know what I mean? Like it's mm-hmm. just so it's so many of them that it become it can kind of become annoying. But that as cute as that is, there's something to be said about a deck that's just consistent. Like it does the same thing consistently you know what you're going to draw like fairies doesn't say it's all three of fairy deck is yeah. literally all three of you know exactly what it's going to do so black wings has that feel to it as well you got your greffers your values your sorokos your boras your your blizzard your Kalut, and then gales at one dark arms at one everything else that i just named is at three you can play as many copies as you want see people playing two shore two bora you know whatever mix you want to do but you have the option to play like three of all your cards whirlwind's at two which is fine if you notice how many times people open up with fucking lone fire blossom and titano and people open up with whirlwind just yeah. as much it's like okay yeah like so yeah black wings is, is a good deck but it's so outrageously boring to me that i almost never want to play it like it's yeah. so boring i need to venture out again because like again i said i took a break from this deck and then i wanted to venture out and try other decks so i was trying to like the streamline ones where it's like Blackwing, Quickdraw, Veyu, and I actually haven't really touched any like the uh, the Diva Hero variants at all because, like, again, I don't really see think those decks are like that great. Yeah, uh, Diva's really good, but that's about it. Uh, and I tried Lightsworn. I need to like revisit them and see. Like, I have like a better idea. Like, I have like a Quickdraw list I want to try again just to mess around with. Quickdraw um, is. So. So I, I, like I said, I have a love-hate relationship with Quick Draw. I think the card is terrible. Yeah. But then, recently, I've actually been playing around with Quick Draw. Like, in the last month or so, I put Quick Draw back in some of my plant decks, and I was playing with it. And I think you even saw me play on stream the one time. I was using, like, a Flanville Magical Merchant Quick Draw oh, yeah. deck. And oh, that shit. Yeah, you were ranting. And I, did, I, was, <laughs> I was playing one of our patrons on Patreon, and uh, it was He was really also ranting. He was ranting. He was also ranting. We were ranting. All kinds of rants we around, ran, but it was really fun because the deck plays like no Lord traps. British. And yes, the deck the deck plays no traps. The quick draw, flamvel, magic merchant deck, or whatever. It plays no traps, 
it's it's magical marching gets flipped. The the goal is obviously to move yeah. a bunch of monsters, and then you can rekindling, you can debris dragon, you can quick draw into drill warrior and get back anything you want. So it's a really fun deck, and I like those kinds of decks. Like they're not obviously the pinnacle of competitiveness, yeah. but you can still go to my local. Is the way we do it is just three rounds because it starts at seven p.m. So it's pretty late. But on Thursday nights, it starts at seven p.m. and then you just play three rounds. And then they cut the top eight, and then you play one round, and, cut the, and then it splits the top four, and then top four get half a box each. So like everybody gets twelve packs that makes top four, and that's how they do it every week. So it's like you play basically yeah. a max of four rounds every week, and for those tournaments, you can play anything. Yeah, you just whatever. you can literally play anything because you're only playing three rounds in Swiss, and then yeah. one round of top cut. So you can literally top four split. So I switch my deck every week. Like every week, I play something different because. It's fun, and I pretty much yeah. top four split every week because uh, you can get away with anything, yeah. and it's really fun to do that. Yeah, I need to get like an Edison local going in my area because I live in Georgia. Oh, I, so I don't live Georgia I, native. No, I well, I was born in Pennsylvania, so like I'm a Philly sports fan. Oh, uh, so I like the Eagles and the Phillies. I follow them a lot. So, so you you also enjoy heartbreak. Yes, yes, you no know heartbreak, <laughs> but you also know victory in the last ten years. Well, I should say it's been longer now because Philly's got yeah, like a Super Bowl shirt on. So. Yep. Yeah. No. There's been some. There's been some victories in Philly. Uh, in the last... Yeah. Recently. Recently. I, well, the Phillies haven't been that good. Dude, but, no. Dude. The, not, I, I know people that listen to this. I, at least I suspect aren't necessarily sports fans. But <laughs> working at the bar and having those sports games on, I laughed so hard the one day. This was a couple weeks ago. The Phillies were playing. They were oh up nine no, zero. That game. Like, they were up like it was either nine or seven. They were up like nine zero for like seven innings, and then in like the eighth inning, they just lost. <laughs> like they, the the other it was team, the ninth, came, it was the ninth inning. The other team yeah. came back from nine zero and won. In baseball, and I in baseball, yeah. I couldn't fucking believe it. I remember I I was I watched that game part of it. I was like watching like the sixth or seventh inning. It was like at least 6-0. I was like, oh, they got this. I'm going to turn it off because, you know, they just, they're just going to drag it out and win. And then <laughs> I hear it like, I look on Twitter and I follow these like Philly sports people and they're like all losing their mind. I'm like, what happened? And then I look and then it's like, they lost. I was like, how? That's the biggest crazy. throw. But yeah, the, and the Phillies just uh, fired their uh, manager too. So. I saw that. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, uh, I was actually born in Harrisburg, so a couple hours from you guys. Okay, so you were never really close, but when did you move to Georgia? No. I moved to, well, I moved to North Carolina when I was nine, so I didn't spend, like, a lot of my life in, uh, Pennsylvania, but then I moved to Georgia in 2017, so. Okay. And I graduated college here, so. Okay, and then I, what'd you study? Mechanical engineering. Wow. That's why I, that's what I'm doing. So you are so. a whiz. You're a pretty smart guy. Uh, if, if you want to call it that. <laughs> I want to call it that because engineering <laughs> is very, very difficult. I mean, obviously, it's hard to toot your own horn and be like, yeah, I am pretty fucking smart. What about it? <laughs> like, yeah. But I, I would say, because I have friends who are engineers, software engineers mostly. But uh, I mean, in general, like those people are pretty smart. And if you do any kind of engineering, civil engineering, mechanical engineering, chemical engineering, Software engineering, anything, computer engineering. There's a lot of all. thinking going on. Yes, and you guys have to take some crazy ass classes. Oh yeah. Uh, so I, you know, I respect you guys who are the engineers of the world. I thought I heard you say that you were an engineer before, either in the Discord or somewhere else. 
And I was like, damn, Hydro's out here, started with his little dragon drawings and his, his Yu-Gi-Oh drawings, and now he's just a whole-ass <laughs> engineer. Like, look at how you grow up. I only share that because it was Five-Headed Dragon, and then I did well with dragons. Yeah, that had five to feel amazing, dragon. by the way, because you're pretty much the creator of the Dragon Turbo deck, right? Like, Yeah, well, it was, I'll just go over this real quick. So I did, with the, did well with the deck at the, a year ago at that tournament. I got third, and I was like, Yo, it's gonna be hype. Everyone's gonna be like crazy about this deck. And it was like crickets. I was like, okay. <laughs> uh, and then and then I just like kept on like bringing it up in the Discord, be like, oh, you gotta watch out for Dragon Turbo. And then just like just mess with people. And I'm then dead. like I'm sorry, that is I, so good. Yeah. Uh but like five months later, out of nowhere, just like out out of the blue, everyone's like, bro, Dragon Turbo, this deck is crazy. And then everyone started playing it and stuff online, and then like no one did well with it at all. And so like everyone just like, oh, it's like super inconsistent. You break like ninety percent of the time, and uh, so that's so a lot of people do say that. So you got second, right? So in your run. You clearly did something. I don't know whether it be cars that you changed. What did you do to overcome the consistency? Because getting second, you had to figure something out in order for yeah. it to be consistent. So, like through our calculations, me and ProStorm did. Uh, you get like the open, like absolutely insane broken hand. You just auto win like thirty five percent, thirty thirty five percent, which is kind of high, and then. You, about like the other 30-35%, you open like decent okay for the first couple turns. And then like the other the next 30-35%. So it's kind of even. Uh you brick the first turn, but then there's like percentages for like the next couple turns that we did, whereas like you unbrick. So you can have like a brick hand, but then you draw the piece you're missing the next turn and then you pop off. Yeah. Uh so we calculated like at least sixty five percent of the time we're just like probably just gonna outright win uh through that. And so the hardest part of this deck to me, or like I guess in general, the most people probably is just playing like the decent hands because you have to know how to grind through what they got and then just like maintain like a good positioning until you're able to like just auto win. So Yeah, the not nut hands you're saying. Yeah, yeah. you have to know how to navigate those. Because some yeah. some games are very tame and i've had to play through those as well where you just have like one red eyes and yeah you just have to work you just have, one to, red you eyes. Just, yeah, I have to like make the the ship float uh yeah. for a while, a while for something some i didn't games. even notice until fraser asked when you saw when do you side in wyvern i didn't even notice wyvern's not in the main deck no. i feel like most of the dragon decks at least that i remember play wyvern main yeah deck. So, so I was the original there? build. I had one wyvern in the main yeah. deck because I thought it was like, well, you can send one; it'd be fine. Yeah. The, the main problem is, yeah, he is a brick. Like you never want to draw him <laughs> unless you have like card destruction. Uh, but so he's a brick uh, for the most part. And then you get to the problem is like even if you do wyvern for like red eyes, you don't have any back row to protect your red eyes. So that was like another problem. So I was like, well, I might as well just cut it if it's a brick, and then it's not even that good to summon like one red eyes darkness metal at the end phase. Because you can't summon anything the turn you do that either. Yeah. So it's like it's only good if you have like future fusion, which if you have future fusion, you're winning anyways. That so, so that was my problem with Wyvern as well. I was like, okay, well if I drew future fusion, I'm fucking in the clear. Yeah, anyway. you're good. You know what I mean? I'm happy. I know and I, I get you, it, yeah. Yeah. So I just brought it as like more of a side deck card just for like the deck dev or like 
the like slow down like decks that can just like body you. Uh, Beat but, over fossil dino. Yeah. Beat over banisher to radiance. Those, those are the, those are the things to me. I love that shit. Like when people just yeah. turn one, they're like someone banisher pass, and you're just like, oh, someone cracked. Yeah. The the hero beat guy. He brought banisher against me. I was like, okay. <laughs> uh, oh, that's fine. Some of one of my was, three dragos. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, Wyvern well, actually won me a game against Cam in top six. Where I just future fusion. I didn't have anything else other than future fusion turn one, but I sent Wyvern because he's playing black wings. So I decided in, and then I was just able to ride that one red eyes because he didn't open anything to deal with red eyes. So that's what I said. If if red yeah. eyes darkness metal walks, it is literally game. Game. Yeah. Like by itself, he lost that entire match, that entire game because yeah. red eyes just he couldn't deal with it. He didn't have whirlwind Jura to get Gale and then you know do all the nutty stuff. And uh, there's something to note that first tournament I went six and zero. Oh. Uh, to start off with, and then this one I went five and zero. Oh, so to start off, so I will say this too: I love the way Dueling Book makes the Dragon Deck draw because in person, <laughs> I don't know what. Now look, hear me out. I don't know what it is, but in person, maybe the cards clump together. Dude, I, that's it's that's is real though. I, like it really is though. Kevin, when you because, test hands with real decks, I noticed that like when when I yes. bought my Monarch deck that I built, when you test hands like. I, I tested a bunch of hands on Dueling Book, and I get consistently different hands in per, in like my physical deck than I do on Dueling Book because just the way the physical cards clump together in some way, like and, and also human. I don't hands, really know if there's any way to fix it. Like, human hands are not really possible. Like it's not possible for us to randomize. Like we're not capable of random when we shuffle. Yeah, like we can't actually randomize. We try our best. Yeah. I we definitely try, try my best. We pile but... shuffle. We do all types of shit, but we. Our shuffling methods, our human shuffling methods, are just not capable of properly randomizing a deck. So, when I play at locals and I future fusion somebody one game, and then I, you know, I do everything I can. I pile shuffle, I do all that. And then the next thing I just fucking draw like double blue eyes, <laughs> double white stone, and like a super rejuvenation and no, like nothing, right? Like heavy storm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I notice like consistently, like there'll be like five sets of cards. That always they're all no matter what I do, no matter how I shuffle, they just always up next to each other. Like yeah. Caius is always with these three other cards, and there's nothing I can do about it. Like for whatever reason, Caius is always I, with I these three it, cards. And when I play and I can't Dueling do anything Book, to change it. I love dueling, but for the simple fact that I just feel like it's a better representation of the mathematical possibilities of your deck. Mm-hmm. Like I think that when I sit at my I, I often because I have physically, I have, like I said, I have decks built right now. They're not next to me, they're downstairs. But I uh I sit at my desk and I shuffle. In real life, just because I like the feeling of it, you know, I'm, I love Yu Gi Oh! And I'll look at the hands and be like, Man, this deck draws so much better on Dueling Book than when I'm fucking sitting here doing whatever I'm doing. Yeah, but I feel like I, Dueling I've, Book is more accurate. I haven't really I haven't played any Edison tournaments in person yet, right? But right. uh, so I haven't really ran into that problem. But I, ha- I have the deck and paper, I yeah. just I just do test hands when I'm bored and stuff. Yeah. Uh, so I haven't come across that problem. Uh, personally, but I can kind of see the frustration. Yeah, like it. if you play if you play in tournaments a lot, like I, again, I play in a tournament every single week, like every Thursday. Yeah. Tomorrow, I can't I actually. My favorite day of the week, Kenny knows this. My favorite day of the week is Dude, Thursday. I'm waiting for it. To, so, uh, once again, I work, but I work outside. Uh, so if it rains, I have a day off. The oh, problem really? is you don't really know. Yeah, you don't really know until like like I have to be in at a certain time, and it's like you're just sitting there. See, and so, like, last Thursday, for example, it was supposed to rain, and it did rain. Uh, but they were like, ah, oh, but it, it's probably going to pass over, so just come in. 
So I was actually, last day. Thursday, I was going to go to AU. I'm, I said to Vinny, I said, next time it rains and I don't have to work, I'm going to go to AU. And so I've been waiting for a Thursday for it to rain. It just hasn't done it. Last Thursday it did rain, but they told me to come in anyway, which sucked. But. If, if I see a drop of rain, I'm playing Yu-Gi-Oh. That's... <laughs> but yeah, I'm waiting. Next time it rains on a Thursday, yeah. I'm heading up to AU. Yeah. So mm-hmm. what, what, do you, what do you usually play, Kenny? Like I, I just do... play... um. I just like play my the monarch, monarch variants because I know you yeah, said you didn't like yeah. the frog monarch. I don't. The original frog monarch deck I think sucks. I think I do think the frog hero version is good though. Yeah, the frog, frog hero, hero monarch feels a lot is better. Good. Uh, but regular frog monarchs I personally just don't think is good. I I play and I even played this back in 2010. I play like a a dandy warrior kind of. I just I don't play quick draw though. I basically play like a dandy yeah. debris dragon dandelion. I play that kind of deck, but with monarchs. Uh, it's a monarch cool. focused deck, but like, but a lot of the dandelion uh, deck type uh, yeah. ingredients. Yeah, like I it plays like play Wing Blast. Draw. It plays. He plays like Level Eater. Just without the crappy quick draw. <laughs> yeah, you know what's crazy? Wing yeah. Blast is so fucking good. Like that is the trap of this format. Like Edison format is is Wing Blast format. That card is insane. Yeah, and any deck that can play it. Well, any deck that's playing traps, I feel like should be playing Wing Blast, unless it's Hero Beat, of course, because that deck just plays its own broken traps like Skill Drain and no other deck can play. But Wing Blast, yeah. like decks that can support that card, it just feels sure. so good to Wing Blast your opponent. You 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 set them. Also, time, it's time seal. You know, like yeah. set them back a turn. It's yeah, that really, fucking god like, was not supposed to have gores. Fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> it's but also yeah. supposed to like it gets your bad guys into your graves that you want yes. there too. So yeah, it's really like there's a lot of times where. Like, if I draw Treeborn, like, I don't set Treeborn just so he can get Caius. Yeah. yeah. Like, a lot of times I'm like, well, I'll just leave this Treeborn in my hand until I draw a Wing Blast. That way I get rid of it that way or whatever. I actually, one of the best openings, I think, in Edison format, and it's the reason why, like, Socha's Ruins probably does well a lot, and just, like, anyone who's, like, the zombie deck, stuff like that, Stratos, Search Militia, Set Wing Blast is literally a crack opening. Yeah. It is such a, it looks so simple when you, like, just look at what's happening, but then when you see the end result, they go first. So specifically, it's going first, summoning Stratos, getting that plus one. So you have seven cards turn one. Setting you Wing only Blast. Need cards to set this up. Yes, it's so simple. Stratos and just Wing Blast. And it's so broken. And then your opponent takes their turn. They do whatever nonsense they try to do. And on the end phase, let's say they're playing a tame deck, right? Like something that sets traps. Set Raiko. Yep, set Raiko, set a back row pass. And on the end phase, you Wing Blast their back row, discard Malicious, Spin it to the top of their deck, and then you draw for turn, banish militia, summon militias, then you summon Diva or Plague Spreader or whatever. And it just gets so out of hand, and they're drawing a bad card. Because traps suck against established fields. And so what's even better about that is you play three of both of those. You play three Stratos yeah. and three Wing there are That's kind of like the problem with like oppression, because in, in my eyes, because like people that are weak to oppression are going to be prepared for it. Like activate oppression, Wing Blast. Oh, it goes to the top of your deck. And That's a deck card. Yeah. Yeah, certain decks can't deal with oppression going to the top. Like, certain decks can, certain decks can't. Like, when heroes yeah. have to redraw oppression, it really sucks. Mm-hmm. Now, a deck like fairies, fairies can redraw oppression and it, it can just be fine because that deck is what I call resilient. Like, I think it is one of the most resilient decks in the game. It's one of the decks that when I play it, I don't really care what you're playing. I know that I won't die. Like, it's very hard to kill the fairy deck outright because of all the recruiters. The DD World honest. Ladies, the Honest, and now it's playing Thunder King, which gives it even more resilience, right? It's just like extends the games out really, really long. And then obviously, sometimes you think you have game, and then they herald of orange light you. Like one time, I 
literally had somebody go cold wave and he like prisma test target me and like he didn't even go to grab the darius out his deck he like prisma test target through the prisma into the deck and do the test target in the grave and just like pop those two attack and i was just and he started and i was like whoa 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 <laughs> i put, got something put the jizaris out there Put the Jaisaris out there. Okay, when you Jaisaris, I'm gonna I'm gonna herald, and you're gonna have cold wave yourself, and it's passed back oh to me. Oh my god! Yeah, you cold wave so bad. <laughs> and GB, you cold wave yourself. Yeah, it's more stories about GBs getting destroyed by their <laughs> own cold wave. Oh, that's so bad. But yeah, it's funny that's, that that plays a hand trap. Yeah, that's, I actually like we side deck my body as a shield does for herald, and then we have prime material dragon. Oh as wow! Well. I didn't even think about that. That does work though. Yeah. Hmm, that's a good one. Uh, so, but that was a small thing. Let's see. You saw Book of Moon. You saw MST, of course. Treacherous Trap Hole. So, when do you side in Treacherous Trap Hole? Like, what is the, when does that come up? So we did have like the third Lightning Vortex, but we just kind of treated Trap Hole as the third Lightning Vortex instead because it's reactive. Yeah. So against like Dexter is gonna beat you down. It's good against that, or like, like clock you really quick. Then you can just bring that in. Do you uh, or, do you ever side in treacherous with any of her traps? No. So when you side in treacherous, you only side in treacherous. Yeah. The only reason I ask so, is because I could see siding treacherous and decree against certain decks because some of the decks that, like for example, I feel like decree shuts down like black wings because they play a lot of traps. Um, yeah. Decree shut you know decree shuts down a lot of decks and treacherous happens to also be pretty good against those decks too. Mm-hmm. Uh. But I can see if you're like, you know, I don't want to have the conflicting, like, oh, I might draw treacherous while I have the Kree up, even though yeah. I'm one of those people who, I don't, like, it's like basically asking, do you side out Gores when you side in the Kree? And like, to me, I I personally do not, because a deck that I'm siding the Kree against, Gores is probably really good against that deck too. And if I draw one or the other, I just kind of want to have blowouts against those decks. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like Hero Beat, for example. Like, if I play against Hero Beat, I want the Kree. I also want Gores though. Like, I'm, I'm happy with yeah. either one. If I'm shutting you down with my decree, like Gore's, maybe it's dead, but yeah. it's not. Like it's it's just waiting for you to deal with decree. Yeah, like if you ever get yeah. through decree, like you're gonna get screwed by the Gore's because you're probably thinking to yourself, well, he doesn't have Gore's. <laughs> hey, people uh, always say that. People was like, oh, you don't have yeah, Gore's. There's no way. Uh, but against Black Wings in particular, I like siding decree when I'm going first, but I do not like it siding going second. That makes just sense. because if they if they start off with like whirlwind Shura. And then going first, and then I have to set decree. Yep, you get, and then you pass. get a lot of damage. Yeah, yeah. So because they're going to play like an ape, like it, it, yeah. there's no, <laughs> like there's no. Hey, this is the terminology that we use in the Philadelphia area, guys. But oh, okay, people, okay. people, people play like a fucking ape when they notice what kind of deck you're playing. Like for example, yeah. if I play against Dragon Turbo, or if I play against a Nerlaris deck, or any kind of deck like that, I'm going no to summon all my monsters and I'm going to attack you. And I don't care about any Gores or Tragodia and all that stuff. You have to have it. Because at the end of the day, the longer you get to play, the more chances of my deck that has a lower ceiling is going to lose the game if you yep. get to play. So you just have to reckless abandon to start attacking. And yeah, I mean, like it, it doesn't feel good to set a decree against an established field. So I totally get that. Not want to take a yeah. ton of damage. Yeah, decree going Fine. first though is crack. Yeah, funny story. It's like I remember one time I played against a Blackwing player and he like just like summoned it was like game two he summoned like four black wings just to, like span the field and get pressure and it's like lightning vortex all his, his entire field yeah people don't expect but, that either that's why yeah. like, vortex is so slept on yeah it's really a good card 
people do not expect it because they, they, the goal is naturally to rush down the rushdown deck. Yeah. And then Lightning Vortex just claps you for doing it. Yeah, so it takes care of like the rush and then like the anti-meta cards as well. Yep. So, uh, What else is there? So extra deck... I see Trident Dragon in here. Did that come up at all during RBT3? Or was it just like something in testing, but it never actually came up? It came up a couple times where I could have made it, but I had a game anyways. Yeah. Actually, there was one... I wanted to talk about this. Uh, it was going to come up. Did you want me to f- talk about the top eight at all real quick? Oh, yeah, or? you could talk. Yeah, because yeah. we're yeah, going to start whatever you want. Soon. So go, yeah, yeah, yeah. just go off. Go off on everything you want to talk about. Yeah, so top eight, uh, playing against the guy that won, Monster Gamer or whatever. But he was playing the Black Queen value deck. Uh, I lost 2-0, but I just lost game one because like, I just got rushed down and I couldn't get going. But game two, I lost because he was at... 10k life points, and <laughs> I did not have a second card to pop for Trident Dragon. Uh, if you had anything to pop, you could have actually killed him. If I if I, had a, if I just had like any spell or an extra monster to pop, I, I would have won. So, yeah. maybe I should have waited like an extra turn, and then like next turn he either, like just exploded. He just was like uh, Blizzard, Bora, Dad, and I just lost. But anyways, but yeah, Trident well, it came out there if I had an extra card to pop. Uh, I won a game with it before but in testing, it came up like all the time. It was just like when me and Prostorm were testing, it was just like bam, 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 just game. Like you're at like 11k, I'm just gonna kill you anyways. And it can also kill through Gores if you don't have Drago, for instance. That makes uh, sense. So that, and then uh, I think for Prostorm, it came up a lot. He said he summoned it like three times in his first couple matches <laughs> per game. So kind of interesting. So uh, and primarily yeah. where Upstart is concerned, it comes up more often. It doesn't come up a lot, but like it might get you like a game or two. Yeah, throughout, and it's like, just a tournament because there's not much else. The deck doesn't make that many different cards that it needs yeah. to even have. It's not like you're you're sacrificing something, right? Like your deck plays Exploder Dragonwing for fuck's sake, so like, it has. Yeah, the, <laughs> the, the extra deck. There's like, or... yeah, the, the extra deck is like you have like a lot of very niche cards, but there's probably like you could probably have like a twenty card extra deck and have like a situation come up for like. Oh, this card will happen in this situation. But again, as a format, it's like so diverse, and there's so many different situations or game states you'll get in. Whereas, like, a random extra deck card will just come up out of, like, and you're like, man, I wish I had it. Like, a second five headed yeah. dragon will want me a game. <laughs> and yes. then I didn't have it. Yes, so, a second fucking five headed of all so, things. We might make a couple of tweaks with the extra deck um, at the after, uh, but overall, it was pretty good. And then I got a game with Tempest Magician where I won with that. Uh, for burn, I, I did actually see that. That was top four against Cam, right? Did you summon yeah. Tempest Magician? Oh, yeah. Uh, so you go Instant Fusion into Musician oh, okay. King. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. then, yeah. Instant uh, so Instant Fusion is insane. Like a card is just yeah. It's people like, people are people are confused that why I play the card, but you know it no, gives you a lot of synchro insane. options, and then you get it. It's also counts as a dragon for dark fire, uh, fire dragon, so you can banish it for red med. So, so. I play um, yeah. three instant fusions in my my mocking a dragon deck. I wasn't sure if instant fusion was even being played in dragons, uh, but I remember the first time I I was playing against people, and I noticed that if I just go instant fusion for a monster, a five star, and then summon white stone synchro for Brionic, search blue eyes, and literally pass. Yeah. Okay, that play would win me so many games because the decks in the format a lot of times just can't deal with that like a fucking Brionic turn one and I still have I still have five cards in hand I'm drawing the six so you have to deal with the Brionic whatever resources you throw to the Brionic and then I'm drawing the six still 
Yeah. And then I just do random shit like mocking a gear frame and then it gets fortress and it just be like, oh, what the fuck is this? Like, it's, it's, yeah, so I'll never forget the first time I've played that the, stupid ass deck. <laughs> I was cool. playing against it. I'm dealing with dragons and then he summons mocking a gear frame. Yeah, I was, I was like, so lost when I watched that stream. <laughs> I was yeah. like, what's happening? It, it kills you just like any other deck, too. It kills you yeah. just like any other dragon deck. Like it does the exact same yeah. thing. It will just actually kill you. But yeah, just a quick note on Brionic and Tempest. You can go like turn one, summon them if you have Insufusion Whitestone, and then it can fuel your Rejuve because they both say discard in the text. So you can discard like you can have those two cards and like a handful of dragons and just discard them all, burn for like twenty five hundred with Tempest, or just keep on bouncing Rejuve with Brionic and then you just activate and then draw like five new cards. So that's pretty, pretty cool too. Yeah. I like, <laughs> um, but yeah, for the top eight, uh, I lost that monster, uh, gamer guy. Uh, and then top six, the way you, way you no, you've said it twice now that monster oh. gamer guy, I think that's his, is his name. His, isn't it not? His name is monster gamer, right? Not monster gamer yeah, guy. Yeah. Oh, okay. Monster the, gamer 13. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> He's a 13 year old. I love it. <laughs> He, or he made that he most likely made that name when he was 13 because i have like a monster gamer i have like a That's dark like Naruto i slash you in two. 16 username somewhere it's really Frazier was dark sasuke for a long time i was uh, damn it i switched it up because i want people to know i said dark no, Naruto 16 it's actually dark sasuke dark naruto's worse dark, that's what i'm saying but i wanted it to be cringe yeah dark naruto so because like dark Sa- like sasuke's already Dark. He's already dark. Yeah. Dark Naruto yeah. is like you're trying. So yeah, you, you want to be edgy. Like so you're trying bad. You, so hard. You want to be an edge lord so bad. <laughs> Naruto's uh, like like John Cena, I guess. <laughs> Naruto <laughs> is uh, but yeah, so I played against Cam, and we're on the same team. We played top six. Uh, yeah, sixth place, top six, and then I won. Uh. The first game I go first, I open Future Fusion card destruction. <laughs> so that oh was just a God. So you add three blue eyes and then you card destruction for your hand. So Jesus. Yeah, that's like the like, that's that's like the god combo. I even typed combo in chat when I saw it, my open hand. <laughs> um and then top four hero be easy clap, um, uh, this Royal Decree game. Uh and then top three against Silchis. I will want 2-0, but he summoned Spirit Reaper like three times against me game two. And I did I just, see that, yeah. I could If I had Prime Material in the grave, I would have won like, on the spot. and Because you can make your Exploder Dragon Wing? Yeah, and then if I had like Instant Fusion, Vortex, but I didn't see any of that. I mm. summoned three Blue Eyes that game on the field. That was pretty cool. Um, just didn't do anything. A uh, Spirit Reaper. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, that was the only time Spirit Reaper has ever got me. So if you guys think that this deck just loses to Spirit Reaper, uh, doesn't happen very often. Yeah, I I'm aware of that because I again I'm the guy at locals. No one of my locals plays dragons really, but uh, yeah. when I play against the people, definitely try to wall up in weird ways, and it's just like that doesn't work. <laughs> I remember I remember when I first started <laughs> playing this deck, and someone brought in like dragon capture jar against me. Yo, like, someone what? at my local actually <laughs> mentioned that. Doesn't do anything. I said, "What the oh. fuck?" I said, "Is that real?" He's like, "Yeah, you can sign up for dragons." I said, "If you go that hard for me, because I was like, you were just signing up for me. That's just go off, King. Go off." Yeah, it, I remember it's all some player. All the card does is switch in. from the defense mode, right? Yeah, yeah. Like it doesn't capture the dragons at all. No. It just lightly obscures their their fucking their path. Not a Makes them sit the down. Dragons. That's about it. It's, it's uh, false advertising. 
Yeah. It is. If Dragon Capture Guard, like, remove them all from play or some shit, it just puts them in defense. It's stumbling. Take, take like, control it's, of it's, all your dragons. Like, it doesn't do anything. It doesn't stop yeah. the effects or anything. Grave of the Super Ancient Organism, though. Yeah, like, that's another card. <laughs> is, that, is, that, is that in Edison format? Yeah. Oh, wow. It came out in Ancient Prophecy. Oh, so it came out eons ago. Yeah. Yeah, Grave of the Super Ancient Organism is like all level six or higher monsters cannot activate their effects or something like that. Can't even Bryonic it. And, and it does something else, too. It says like they can't activate their effects. They can't something. attack. I yeah, I think they can't attack. Yeah, I think you're right. Grave of the Super Ancient. It's a trap card. It's a continuous trap. And it just reminds me of Dragon Capture Jar in a way, but it does a little bit. All level six or higher special special summit monsters on the field cannot declare attacks or activate this. So it doesn't stop Monarchs. Because that would actually be pretty good. If it's not Monarchs too, this card would be like, okay. Yeah. Nice floodgate. It would be like yeah. the new Warlords because that card's trash. Yeah, now. Warlords is so bad. Even, even if it stopped normal, it still doesn't stop Big Zaborg, all right? He's like, I'm five stars. <laughs> he's Yeah, Big Zaborg yeah. doesn't doesn't give a fuck. He's the first monarch and he's for whatever reason he's five stars. I've always wanted him to just get a rat to six stars, man. Just to make it match. Um, but yeah, and I, I go to the finals to play against the Blackwing guy again, and I guess it wasn't my day against <laughs> playing against him because I... You know how, like, how you play a Lace Horn, you just get RNG'd or yep. just like really bad? Well, that was my RBT2. RBT2, yeah. somebody turn one, round one, Charger Light Brigade, Mills Wolf, Garna, and like something else, and I just, and I knew immediately I was not, I was like, I'm not getting out this round. Yeah. Hey, at least the guy you lost to got top eight. He did. So. But yes, I know what it's like to get RNG. Yeah. It does not feel very well, good. It was like, I think the only time I lose with this deck is when like I just get like super unlucky. I don't want, I don't want like to say it like that, but but it is what like it is. because I went the first game against uh, the Blackwing guy in the finals. I dug like halfway through my deck and I didn't see Rejuve and I discarded like six dragons and I was like, well, I guess I just have to pass. <laughs> and then my next card was Rejuve. I was like, bro, that's a slap in the face. Uh, oh. So, and then I was able to go off that turn and resolve Rejuve. I had like, I discarded like, I don't know how many cards. I had like maybe 15 left in deck or so. And then like, I drew my cards for Rejuve and it was like all, it was like two blue eyes, two debris dragons and a white stone. I was like, are you kidding me? And then like the rest of my deck was like complete gas. So like, I just drew like the worst like combination of cards yeah. possible in this loss. Like my friends are like, yeah, he, he rejuve, he he got this, and then I was just like, pass. <laughs> Dang, like, that what? does hurt. That's a hard. Yeah. When, when like you have it all, and then your card yeah. falls out. Like I guess I don't have enough gas. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it just it just happens sometimes. Like sometimes you'll just be playing this deck, and like heavy storm and giant tornado, your bottom two cards. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Then, so yeah, I run so. into that, man. When like. Your deck will have, like, the the deck that I run, it gets down to a pretty small deck kind of quickly. Like, I'll have 10 cards left in my deck, and it's like, there's still two Caius and, and a Ryza left in the deck. I'm like, if I just draw one of these, yeah. and, like, there's a bottom three card. Uh-oh, like Kenny. This. You are, you've become it's a now. friend. Yep. I think you're good now. It gave me a little notification in the top right. Yep. I mean, you know. It happens guys- every once in a while. Is Mr. Potato it's, Head talking? It's Mr. Potato Head. I uh, I have it set up where I can't hear him, so... Okay, so you figured out how to do something, at least? Yeah, he still ruins my computer with shitty radio signal. <laughs> there he goes again. <laughs> all right, well... I got all that. We, we but yeah, have, that was fine. That was it for me. 
All right, well, we are going to wrap this one up since Kenny's audio is being attacked, and I, and we're almost approaching the two hour mark, so we're doing pretty good. But thank you, you so get much. Attacked by potato patch. You are. Thank you so much, Hydropoint, for joining the I'm Nerd podcast and also for supporting the I'm Nerd podcast literally through Patreon. You've been doing it for yeah. several months now. Um, yeah, we really appreciate you, man. And I'm glad. Congratulations on your second place. Congratulations on getting your invite. Uh, I still got to try to earn my invite. I have. So there is the charity tournament coming up June 25th, I believe. Uh, whatever weekend that is, there's a there's a charity RBET tournament coming up. And I think it's $10 entry, a charity of your choice. And I'll be playing in that. And uh, the next RBT four, I think, is in like August, and I'll probably be playing in it as well. So, you know, I hope to see you guys in Edison Legends or, what, or whatever that thing is called, where it's I, like Edison Rulers. Yeah, rulers. Yep. Yeah, I want to. I want to get to that tournament. That'll be really fun. Um, yeah, that was like my main goal. Is just trying to get to the top eight and then qualify. Second yeah. place. Yeah, second place was just icing on the cake. Yeah, second place is very very nice. You got some monies, and. Uh, I wish I, I wish I had topped the last one. Yes, was a the, last one, <laughs> the last one was cracked. It, that thousand yeah. dollar Metify pop bonus or whatever it was. Probably gotten like three hundred dollars at least. Or I know. Isn't that crazy? By playing yeah. at home too, just sitting in your living room. Yeah, you would have got more money than everyone who topped the YCS except like top three. Just get like a mat. They get a, everyone who gets anything outside of top three for a YCS. You get like a mat. You might get a a switch sometimes, but like. I bet they. Yeah. I bet the switch they give out is not even a real. It's probably the the fucking handheld switch. Switch light. <laughs> the switch light. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, I'm I'm kidding, but I. The fact is, you probably would have still gotten more uh more value. Yeah. By just getting it's kind of set up there. It's kind of sad, like the prize support for big Yu-Gi-Oh tournaments, like from Konami. <laughs> yes, a billion dollar company, by the way, yeah. is completely dwarfed by a grassroots one guy running the show you know homebrew yeah. tournament scene that like we're all coming together to bring bring back boomer Yu-Gi-Oh. but it is this was only a couple hundred players and then those terms were like literally, a thousand or two literally 1200 people yeah but go off all right guys have a good night as always say to do the things that make you happy and we are out of here potato potato <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.